Beers are cracked. Everybody's hydrated. I wouldn't go with hydrated, but that's fine. Everybody's drying out slowly. <clears throat> that's better. Slow, painful death. Woo! Welcome back to the show. Heavy metal over a six-pack. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the proceedings. Fun filled. Salutations, fun. as they say. Uh, fun I learned that from Charlotte's Tasty Knowledge. treat coming your and direction. And your friends die at the end. <laughs> I don't watch it to the end. I just watch the first half. Uh, oh, I, I see. Mm. So now, for the most part, moving forward, you have Marcus, you have Anthony, and you have Jay. Now we are now your three full-time Wolfpack hosts. And, uh, yeah, check us out on all the social media sites, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We're, all, we're on all of those. H-M-O-A, number six, P-A-C-K. And we can be emailed directly, H-M-O-A, number six, P-A-C-K, at gmail.com. Live it, learn it, love it. Like, share, listen, repeat. See. If uh, you are ever so inclined, please go to any of those sites or go find us on iTunes and actually throw us a uh, a rating and maybe a couple of comments. Encourage uh, encourage outsiders to uh, enjoy the, uh, the the shenanigans that is heavy metal over a six pack. See. E- even if your friends are just Taylor Swift fans. Even your deaf friends. Tell them not to be intimidated by the name because even though it says heavy metal. It doesn't necessarily mean that we only talk heavy metal. I mean, there's probably a lot of heavy metal, but we, we, I think we, we, we like to dabble. We dabble. And in relation, I mean, the whole six pack thing doesn't mean just six pack. Right. I mean, right. there, there, there's whiskey, there's rum. Yeah, I mean, you can put, you know, rum in a bottle of Coke and call it a beer. Right? And energy drinks without giving undue advertisement to. We could be at least good for a <laughs> laugh. You never know. You never know. Giggles. But good episode coming up for you guys today. Uh, maybe uh, start with the news. Heavy metal headlines. Today. Hey, volunteers? Yeah, I'll start. Why the hell not? Jay, you'll enjoy this one. So, Clutch. Yay! Is releasing their new album. Yes. Book of Bad Decisions. I believe the track that was released was called Give Me the Keys. Give me as G-I-M-M-E. Uh, let's see. I believe September. Yep, that's will what release I their uh, you know, 15 track. Now, right. have you listened to Clutch? Have you listened to more of their recent stuff? The last album I listened to was Psychic Warfare. That was 2015, I believe, was yep. the last one. Yep. Yeah, I just like I just caught up with them like two weeks ago. I'm so far behind. I mean, the last one was the one you showed me. Which? That one album. With La Cucharanda. Kuchar, oh, I can't even remember which album that is. I don't think it was Beale Street to Oblivion. Um, might have been the one after that. I Blast Tyrant. Recall. 
last time. Oh, that's an old school one. Mm-hmm. I that's, highly that's, enjoy that one. That's, uh, yeah, that's where a lot of people came in. I think that's where they discovered what was going on with them. So somewhere there's a there's a very heavy uh, uh, clutch following that's like oh, rejoicing yeah. in the fact that there's like new material because they got like one of those weird cult followings. Yeah. Oh, they're huge. Uh, it, it surprises me that they don't get played more, but they get picked up by a whole lot of like TV shows. Really? Um, I mean, that's probably Sons of Anarchy had songs. like two or three yeah. cult songs. That fits there. Oh yeah, genre. Um, that southerny kind of. To my knowledge, that style is called Ragnarok. Okay, isn't that one of the albums? Stoner Rock okay. is called right. Ragnarok. To my knowledge, I just call it barroom rock and roll, sawdust on the floor. <laughs> Sadly <laughs> enough, I picture like the the the, the scene from Roadhouse. Where the band is behind the cage, yeah, and like there's like the fights going. Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. you know it's raw, it's dirty, right. it's you know it's got a whole lot of different influences. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, that's how I see Clutch. Like, so evidently, this album was recorded in Nashville with Vance Powell. Okay, um, gave them a new and fresh approach toward making an album that truly captures the live energy of Clutch. Okay, all right, which Quote, is... Quote, unquote, from their bassist, Dan Mains. Which is weird, because I've seen them live. I've seen them live twice now. And didn't you say the first one? The first time terrible? I saw them, they were one of the opening bands for Seven Dust. Mm-hmm. One of the... Like, I can't even express how much I hated them. Yeah. First time I had ever listened to them. Clutch of Seven Dust. Clutch. Okay. That concert made Seven du- made me a fan of Seven Dust because ah. I was on the fence. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the concert for free, sure. and I was like, "Eh, screw it, I'll go." Um, it's a weird match. That's like Clutch it, and Lamb of God. It can't oh, be yeah. any worse. <laughs> that well, that entire show was such a. For some uh, reason, I can I can picture that more yeah. than I can picture a mashup show. Like there were like four opening bands. Okay. Um, just like a local deal or something? And Clutch was on the, I think it was Elephant Riders tour, okay. which I think is their second or third album. And th- the way that I've discussed it with friends is they, they must have just had an off night mm-hmm. because they played and it was terrible. It was hard. Like, I never wanted to hear a bl- band called Clutch ever again. Ever. And well, you got it out. You stuck with it. You did well. Well, then I was reintroduced with like Robot Hive, which is like two, Slash three albums Exodus. away. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Song I recognize this name. And he says it in the song. Nah, does he really? <laughs> That's even better. Which makes me want to actually input it and see what the binary means. Right. But I haven't done it yet because I like the mystery. But yeah, no, uh, Clutch, totally solid band. Um, well, once they found their yeah. their groove, right? Like that they haven't album. lost it. Yeah, that whole uh, the Blast Tyrant one is really good. Like I, no. I highly, well, they, I highly think, enjoy that. Uh, you're a big fan of uh, um, Volbeat. Yes. And I, in my opinion, I think Volbeat can attribute a lot of their success. To touring with Clutch. Yeah, I, yeah, I, can, um, I can see that. I mean, that'd, that'd be a Because well, well, that's well, where I heard Volbeat. Like, oh, these are the guys touring with Clutch. 
I was like, well, if Clutch says, hey, and it's not just a local band, like, okay, we got to do this because it's local. Right. Um, but uh, I started listening to Volbeat, and I was like, all right, all I right, like I, I can I can dig this. These guys are just having fun. Like mm. They're like, yeah, we just mm. like to play music, which is Clutch, sure. in essence. Right. They, they like what they do. They yep. they do what they do solidly. Um, they make some progress, you know. Uh, they're not afraid to do side projects on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, do their thing. Like the company band, uh, I think it was the lead singer from Clutch. Okay. Um, side project with, I think, uh, don't quote me on this, I don't know 100%, but I think it's some of the members of him. Him as in H-I-M. His Inferno Majesty? Okay. Um, and there was somebody else, and I can't remember. Um, but, like, it, if you're in the know, like, I would almost call it a super group. Okay. But they're not big enough right. to That's get like that status. That's like a lot status. of super groups. They just... <clears throat> well, every now and then. Yeah. We can thank the traveling Wilburys for, right. like, bringing super groups into the mm-hmm. mainstream and people looking for them. Right. But yeah, that's it for my... Yeah, so. the most successful supergroups super are the ones that you don't actually realize are a supergroup. Right. Yeah, you look at right. all their oh, albums God, and yeah. they all came from like uh-huh. a different... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I don't actually have a link to this uh, to this article, but um, I, was, I, have, I happened to be down south uh, last week uh, in the Carolina area. And um, I, I actually happened to read, and I, this isn't metal related, but it's kind of like live performance related. Okay. And um, I saw I saw a thing in uh, Nashville with the uh, they have this big country music festival like CMA something blah 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 mm. like whatever whatever it is. But what's actually going on is um, all the local clubs in Nashville are uh, implementing a uh, pay to play policy. Mm. So while this festival is going on and like while all the big country acts are actually in the in the neighborhood, they're actually requiring like all these local people if you want to play in these clubs that are gonna hopefully draw. Like right. probably you know a shit ton of people because sure. everyone's gonna go to Nashville for this thing. Get like right. the 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 bands actually have to pay. Really? Wow. Kind of shitty. So there's a uh, there's a um, there's a flock of uh, local music uh, local music artists that are actually trying to. Uh, I think boycott would be a like a, a strong word for this, but it's like hopefully if uh, any of these guys have a brain, like they're all just uh, walking away. Well. As someone who's not a musician, like don't to, to don't. hear something like that, like even I, like it, 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 to 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 get vulgar on it, it sounds like a dick slap to the face. Like, uh, a little bit. Hey, yeah. you know you're the reason why people well, come in every weekend. Right now, now people have some money. It's but ta- we've got people ad- in the area, so fuck you. It's yeah. taking advantage of uh, like the people that would would do it for exposure. Right. They may not have yeah. even the means to, like, kind of a thing. I mean, I know there's 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 local places out there that um, you have to like get a petition signed or sell X amount of tickets before they right. they'll let yeah, you. They'll in even and, listen to your demo. Right. Or if like you know if you don't sell twenty tickets for the show or you know we'll fill your spot like kind of yeah. a thing. But you're to actually paid. have to you're getting paid and to actually have to notes. pay the club to uh, little, to yeah. provide their entertainment for them while they're serving yeah. drinks to. Uh, mm-hmm. To, to drunk people. But. I mean, getting a cut of the door. I mean, all right, I can almost see that. Like, okay, we're going to, we want a little bit of extra cash. Your guys are going to make more than you would normally make. So with this influx of population, we're going to take a little bit of cut of the door. 
you're not going to notice a dip. But on the uh, the more positive side of like uh, of uh, live music, uh, Revolver Magazine has a uh, fan poll that I actually thought might be in- actually interesting to talk about. The five greatest live bands of all time. All right. Nice short list. Um, so I'll just start with number five. Number five, you'll love this one. They uh, they listed Metallica as number. No, this is going in reverse order from you know worst okay, to first what, kind of a thing. Title of the article again? Uh, greatest <laughs> live bands of all time. Are they grading strictly on fan poll? This is a fan poll. Of course, poll. it's a fan poll. Metallica. Well, no, actually, I'm surprised that they're only number five. The uh, the quick yeah. summary is uh, going to Metallica getting in 2018. The heavy metal pioneers more than justify the ticket price by giving fan. That's questionable. Um, by giving fans a state of the art multimedia experience, an ever morphing set list of some of the greatest headbanging songs ever written, an overwhelming sense of familial belonging. I don't think that's a word. Familia, fa- familial. I think they're trying to say family belonging. No, familial is a word. I mean, it's... it's Is it family-like? Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. You could have just said that. That's fine. Um, their performances always felt larger than life. From time, they were tearing up tiny clubs in the days when they were first graduated to arenas, bringing snake pits, pyro, and collapsing Lady Liberties with them. Um... One thing I will say about Metallica shows, what I actually like is their their rotating set list. Like you can actually like do like a tracker of like when certain songs have ever been played live. Like uh-huh. I think Injustice for All, the last Metallica show I went to, and this was quite a few years ago, probably oh seven oh eight somewhere in that ballpark, they actually played uh, Injustice for All, and that was the first time in like twenty something years that they played Injustice for All live. Probably because it's twelve and a half minutes long. Yeah, that's a good tune. <laughs> yeah, only. I can't say, unfortunately, I have never seen Metallica live. One, I don't make that much money. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Sell a kidney, man. Uh, Sell a kidney here, enter Sandman. Yeah, right. <laughs> number much. number four on this fan poll list was Iron Maiden. Ooh. ooh okay. okay. Yeah. All right, all right. You're he's pulling the, me back in. You're pulling me back yep, in. He's got the, the whole Indian thing going on. and. <laughs> Credited to a particularly epic Run case of second win. But Bruce Dickinson's energy is unmatched even at 59 years old. Add in perfect mm-hmm. pitch and serious commitments towards giving his all at every single live gig. And you have one of the best front men in the world. Just one piece in the puzzle that makes Maiden easily one of the best live bands in the world. Uh, my, uh, Johnny. You know, you know Johnny. Yep. Buddy of mine is a, is a very, very, very huge Iron Maiden fan. Yeah, he is. Um, he actually went to see them at the Book of Souls tour, which I think was last year. And I mean, even after the throat cancer and the whole healing process, I mean, he, I was kind of worried. Said, yeah, I think like, everyone was. But they said he was phenomenal. Like he was just like he was back then. I'm sure he took the like recovery period very seriously. I'm sure he did. And especially when the, it has the, to deal with your the vocal therapy your way of life, essentially. Well, I mean, with Iron Maiden, I mean, you figure he could probably, like most of them could probably sit back mm-hmm. at this point, take a vacay, and just make money off of album sales yeah, your royalties. and track sales. Because I feel like at, even, even today... Eddie, Eddie alone. It, well, and, oh, and he, God. They have a I mean? video game. Well, he's got the, the, the brewery. Beer, he has the brewery the, now. I mean, and they have multiple beers now. Oh, yeah. No, they have, Not a, just they one. have a few of them, yeah. And pinball machines. And pinball oh, yeah. machines, yeah. And, like, they, they could probably, just on royalties alone, take a breather. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like... And you got to... You have to give props no, well, I mean, to like a band that's like 
that. No, we're going to keep right. pushing it. Right. We're, we're still going to go out there. We're going to do what we love. It shows, yeah, exactly, that they're still yeah. for the music. They love what they do. Exactly. Number three on this elusive list was Tool. Now, unfortunately, I uh, yeah. I personally have to uh, take the, uh, the the word of the uh, the fans because I have not had the pleasure yet. I have, no, I have not seen Tool live. I, I've seen Pusfer. I haven't seen... <laughs> Tool or a perfect circle, but I'm uh, as I'm to understand the Tool concerts are completely unlike a perfect circle, which are in turn completely unlike Pusifer. Sure, and like well, you, each you have to separate them of his it's the same guy. Well, Maynard James is a weird dude mm-hmm. just to yeah. start with, right? Well, the live performances, um, from what I do know of the Tool shows, like they're huge on the like the laser lights and the psychedelic projections, and very right. it's a very Pink Floydian. Yep. Well, when half the songs are instrumental and twenty six minutes long, and your lead singer wants no attention drawn to him yeah. at all, like literally, didn't he, he, he used to like hide? He has done shows behind the band yeah. in darkness. He's done it from the scaffolding above right. the band. Like he he wants no attention drawn to him during Tool concerts mm-hmm. at all. So you in real life have like stage fright? You know, I used to think that, but then a perfect circle rolled around and when you listen to like interviews with him from Tool, he's very like low-key. He just, he just Not, fits, it doesn't uh, plays, say a whole lot. Apart, essentially. With a perfect circle, he was very, very, I don't want to say animated, but he was very vocal. Huh. Um, and then when you get to Pusfer, because I've seen them live in concert, and like considering, we'll say Tools number three, you said <clears throat> Pusfer, yep. like Pusfer, one of the best shows I've ever seen, really ever. Um, he literally, I, I would think I was third row. Um, he was so personable to the crowd, like he spoke to us. Like, you know, that they gave tips on how to watch the show. Really? Like, they were like, oh, this is a, look, this is an event. Like, this this is an, you know, sit mm-hmm. down, enjoy the show, you know? Um, and straight up front, like, costume changes, like, it, and it was a, there was similar to Tool, like they're saying, like, where it's, you know, lasers and, you know, audio video, and, like, that was Pusifer too. But there's so much more going on there. Um, And he was so passionate, Mm -hmm. like, talking to the crowd. And I think the crowd didn't quite appreciate what they were getting from Maynard James Keenan right there. They were like, wow, this is great. Oh, the guy from Tool. And it's like, this guy, like, he, like, he sits in shadows. Right. And now he's like, hey, you, Judy in the first row. I dig your T-shirt. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I can, uh, I can kind of agree with number two, and then we can have a discussion about number one. But number two, Pantera. Now that's a band. If I had I'm to, so pick, sad I missed that show. If I had to pick a band to see live that I've never seen, Pantera would be one of them, my number one. I think you would have been like five, seven when they played in Fitchburg. Probably. They they broke Fitchburg. I uh, yeah. I saw them in Worcester. In the Extreme Steel Tour, they had a uh, they had a what had to be I would call it a fifty foot steel backstage <laughs> like backdrop like you know how it's usually like a banner yeah well this was like a fifty foot steel piece of 
iron pretty much and it was just blowing fire from nice. that thing and I just remember being like on the floor level of the DCU, DCU center now I, it, it might have been the central the back central. then who, who knows um, I just remember it going from like 80 degrees to 800 because it was so much goddamn fire <laughs> but I, uh, I have had the pleasure actually multiple times to see the Panteras and they um the way they actually describe this is uh, the stage was Pantera's home away from home. They welcome fans to enjoy the, to like join them on stage. Uh, they're pretty awesome. I imagine there's a lot of energy. I I can't even yeah I I can't imagine them not being yeah, like that. Right. Um, which makes me like remiss in the fact that I missed them. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of them back in the day, <laughs> which is why I didn't hit the yeah. show. So. The, the, the one that was voted number one on this, and I guess it's voted because of, like, their hijinks. Like, I guess, like, one of their things was this particular band, they like to do a lot of personal bodily harm to themselves, like, while on stage, especially, like, the lead singer. In fact, there's a... when you If you check out the link that I'm going to actually put on our site, if you actually watch this video, I'm like, curious. he has a pretty severe cut above his head, and he's just kind of bleeding like a mother effer through throughout the whole thing and kind of spitting now on people. I want people. to see like the group of people who see, actually picked this. It, <laughs> no, well, see, no, I have this thought in my head too of who it might be. I I don't even I think I know one song from them. So I got Dillinger Escape Plan. Okay. Was voted by the fans. Not what I expected right, as right. the greatest band of all time. Wow. Um so when it comes to irrever- irreverent, no-holds-barred on-stage antics, none did it better or more boldly than recently defunct Spazcore Innovators' Dillinger Escape Plan. Throwing sanity, restraint, common sense, and the band members' own personal safety to the wind, the quintet approached each show as its own unique arcane ritual, baptizing audiences with blood, sweat, and chaos. No one, no one ever left the Dillinger show without a memory and possibly even a scar to treasure for life and a story to shock, astound, and horrify disbelieving friends and family with. Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan bid fans farewell at the end of last year as possibly the world's last truly dangerous rock band, and they are already missed. Okay. All right. Seems pretty deep for a band that I never had any interest going to see live. Right. But uh, You know? <laughs> I expected Guar on there somewhere. Come that, on. Exactly. I mean, I, would, bu- I would bump Metallica. And, and put Guar up there. And there are a few, uh, there are a few like, other bands maybe a little outside of well, the like, heavy I would, metal. I would say like Rob Zombie, I think, would be one of the ones that, on there. Because that's yeah, like oh, their yeah. main thing. Is there I mean, if we're going concerts. on sheer shock value and like, what the fuck? Am, uh, what am I witnessing right now? I mean, Jenna Torturers. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, see, and we don't even have to say anything. Like, just go out, do a quick search. Like, uh, I, I, uh, torturous. Uh, their shows, their live shows, will shock the shit out of you if you are not prepared for what you're about to see. Mm-hmm. Just be okay with sex. <laughs> be okay with accoutrement. Like, go with sex. Right. Yeah, like they—you don't walk out of a Jenna Torture show the same way that you walked in. Clean. <laughs> and and Jen, like my virgin eyes and ears. Oh God, the, the lead singer, like Jen. You're just like, oh 
ma like okay yes so uh revolver magazine fan poll uh thanks i think yeah, interesting right. interesting anybody listening wants to wants to tell me how crazy I am to not agree with the Dillinger escape plan by all means uh, Metallica <coughs> HMOA <laughs> number six P-A-C-K gmail.com by all means we'll, uh, we'll we'll read some on-air interviews so okay uh, you, on-air emails excuse me you guys being musician like from a music just a music fan position I know what my favorite shows are you guys what are your favorite shows as in when's the last time we performed all right Um, all right favorite shows that weren't ones you performed oh obviously we have well i'm gonna listen i'm just trying to (laughs) marcus will probably agree with me on this uh when we went to see atreyu epic um we went to the paradise place in boston like i know you love atreyu small place uh, intimate and it was literally like like, i mean it's like you on the stage I mean, it's really cool when you can interact physically with the band when they're high-fiving you or mm-hmm. while the while the guitarist is shouting up his pedal, you're just shooting the shit with them. Like, stuff like that. It's, it's very, very Why cool. I'm a fan of Seven Dust today. Okay. Yeah. That would be my... Although Max Sabbath is pretty fantastic. <laughs> but that's a whole different whole different <laughs> ballgame in its own, own right. Uh, I'm trying... I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Because I know... See, you've seen a lot of shows. There's been... I have seen... Quite a few. I mean, back in my, if if I go gut reaction, I would have to say it was actually probably, and this ended up being like my first show, my my first real uh, rock metal show that I went to. It was actually a Static X and Fear Factory. Okay. Um, that was at the Palladium. That was probably back in '98, '99. No, Palladium Worcester. Worcester Palladium. Okay. Yes, Worcester, Massachusetts. I always forget Paradise um, and Palladium. I mix them up. Mm-hmm. I mean that's always that's always had like a that's always had like a like a spot like right here. Um, it's the only one that's like jumping out at. Me. I mean, yeah, at, in all honesty, Extreme Steel, Steel Tour. Like I just walked away from that like amazed. Like it was like Slayer, then it was Pantera. I just remember being like creeped out at Slayer because I think I was like too close and like, raining blood. He had like weird eyeballs at the time and. I would have to. Um... I was standing next to some girl who was doing like some kind of ritual next to me. I was like. <laughs> When we went to the, 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 uh, the, um, the, I always think it's the Revolution Rock Festival, but I don't think it's the name of it. It's it's the one that was similar to it. Revolution Rock Festival. Was that, was that the Fox's? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right. There yeah. was, what, how many bands? Well, there were two stages, uh, two separate ends. See, and that's the hard part, too. Like, I've seen a lot of great acts on, like, festival form. And that's it's the like, thing, too. It's so cool to have that many bands where you're literally there from, like, 10 in the morning until yeah. 11, well, I mean, 12 at night. Overload, you're tired, you mm-hmm. may not appreciate the well, last plus, band. Plus, like, there's a band that like, you really love, you're only going to see about 25 minutes of them. Yeah. Right. And then they're going to kind of shove them off and off they go. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. been to a whole lot of festivals like but that. I, so. I, I personally enjoyed that one. I think there was a that was I told you, there was the one with, um, that was a band. That band. The older guys. I literally, Anthrax. Anthrax, thank you. Yeah. In the middle too, very very random placement. But yeah, that's, a, that's a hard question because like there's a lot of shows that I like for like different reasons. Like when yeah. like, when um in my younger day and I mean who am I kidding? Even now, like I, I still like to mix it up sometimes with like a with a with the youngins. Um, <laughs> I mean there's there there I've seen shows like August Burns Red always has like a ton of energy. Um, 
Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick, I was about to just say, Dropkick Murphys when they do their St. Paddy's Day show. Like, we went, oh, we saw the God. one at the, at the House of fun. Blues. So like, fun. That was just a great time. I can't imagine that being a, so happy. a shitty show. No, like, the, the the two bands that played in front of them, like, just freaking Celtic Bliss. Oh, yeah. Nothing I could listen to, like, in the recorded form, but they were fucking epic live. Like, mm-hmm. amazing. Not Dropkick, like, Dropkick. And Dropkicks I like, but... um. But I mean, that was like a great show. I, I've seen, I've seen, I've only seen Iron Maiden in festival form. I've seen a, a lot of Sabbath. I've seen Ozzy a bunch of times. Um, I mean, those kind of shows, you know, Zach Wild, like you just kind of sit in awe. Yeah, well, I mean, you're seeing heroes. You're right. seeing well, when I saw, like legends. When I saw stage. Guns N' Roses a couple years ago, even now. Botox Axel. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Slash alone is just unreal. Who I didn't appreciate. Really? In his heyday. Really? Totally didn't appreciate. And then one day, I, I, I woke up, and I had an epiphany, yep. and I just listened <laughs> to him playing guitar, and I went, this fucker's good. Yeah. Like, holy shit. He's I did the same thing talented. with Buckethead. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Again, it, it depends not necessarily on even the band, but, like, the venue. You know the crowd you're the, in. The venue, you know the venue I mean? makes a makes a makes a big difference. So. Yeah. I've actually been in are, arenas. Like, fortunately, not the arenas bad. Arenas are hit or miss. I uh, the 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 little hockey rink that's up in Manchester, New Hampshire. The acoustics in that building suck. Yeah. So if you're not in like the right spot that's, of that, yeah. if you're not in the right uh, spot Mohegan of that building, Sun, if you're on like the weird angle of the side, you get this terrible echo because where the speakers are. So like, because the speakers are spread out. So if you're in that one line where it's two speakers, yeah. you get this terrible echo and you can't hear anything in the vocal department. You know, if you don't know the song, you're like, I have no yeah. idea what the well, song. What's happening here? I've Pretty actually much. been told that uh, Fenway Park in Boston is wretched as yeah. far as live well, music goes. So real. Well, I mean, I think it's all so about the money when you play Fenway and the Foo Fighters. Uh, oh, I mean, because they play there. All the Foo time. Fighters can and, draw um, a crowd. Billy Billy Joel, I believe, yeah, plays Billy there, Joel like, played. Uh, there are a lot of big. Big players that mm-hmm. uh, see it for me. Uh, I haven't seen a ton of metal shows. Clutch at House Blues rates up there for me. I like the House of um, Blues. Like they they sound like they sound on the album. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing live and you sound like you sound on the album, like good on your sound guy. Like right. it, it, not just you. Yep. Good on your sound guy. Um, but one of my favorite most fun shows to see and I was late to the show and I'm irritated about it um, was uh, Ozo Motley okay. and they're a uh, uh, I think they get classified as world music but okay. uh, kind of hip hop um, hard to classify them but <laughs> they again th- th- we're talking about a 10 15 piece band all classical instruments, um, really? mash up of everything mm. in there. And they sound, I saw them at Mass Mocha in North Adams. Is that a coffee shop? What's that? Is that a coffee shop? Mass Mocha? N- uh, <laughs> that sounds like a coffee <laughs> shop. College slash museum. Coffee shop, got it. Yeah. Um, one of the best <laughs> shows I've ever seen. <laughs> They sounded, they were so tight. They, they like, their sound was so on. Yep. And with a venue that small, mm-hmm. 
I'm inclined to not even give credit to the sound guy. Right. Because it's like he's like, well, we play like four shows a year. Right. <laughs> like I'm a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was literally like a rec room. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, but the atmosphere that they put forward, and and what they did, mm-hmm. they end their show, and it's, to my knowledge, this is how they end every show. Like they say their thank yous. And then they start playing the Sesame Street theme song on all other instruments. Okay, I'm on, I'm on board with this. <laughs> they start playing the Sesame Street theme song. They start a conga line from the stage, come down in the crowd. Now, at my show, they started it, came down into the crowd, spent two or three minutes in the crowd getting the entire crowd into their line. Okay. And moved the concert into the street. Really? The entire concert into the street. Now I'm walking. I'm like, hey, this is the perfect time to hit the car. We can right out of here. Like we're walking to the car. They're just going through the streets doing their show. That's kind of cool. though. Who the hell moves their concert right. into as, the street as, as a mobile aspect? Like they're like, that's very, yeah. Active. yeah right. <laughs> and I was like, best show ever. Like, who does that? Yeah, no, that's yeah. like most of the mo- most of the artists are like, we did our encore, yep. we're out. My tour bus is waiting for my crack and my my marijuana. I'm good. Like, I'm out. Right, right. <laughs> so Ozo Motley, they 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 knew their crowd. It was obvious they liked what they did. Right, they, or I should say they loved what they did. Yeah. Do you have a new story for us, sir? Uh, I've got a couple of new stories. Okay. The first one's a couple weeks old now. Uh, May 9th is what it's, it's listed. But apparently uh, Foo Fighters, one of their shows, this kid drummer who's being Drummers titled Little Fonzie. <laughs> um, they called him up to play drums. Um, and he played with the Foo Fighters at which point he refused to give up his seat at the drums <laughs> to which Dave Grohl responded hey little Fonzie can I have my concert back <laughs> um, and I thought it was funny because the Foo Fighters are, are very fan centric right they love their fans, uh, which is evident. Like, was it last year, the year before? Dave Grohl his leg. broke his leg yeah, when he's and refused to cancel tours. Like, yeah, he uh... created a whole rig so that they could keep playing. Um, and uh, I have heard stories about them having fans come up. And play with them. Yeah, he's usually actually pretty good. I think he's actually one of the ones that like he'll give guitars away. Oh yeah, like someone will come up and shred. It's like, oh, by the yep. way, that's that's, that's hey. yours now. Enjoy it. Yep. Um, and and so I thought it was funny. And in because in, in that article, the, the, like didn't the kid like nail it too? Oh yeah. Like he was just like money. Yep. He's like whatever. I got oh yeah. This. And, and y'all take a break. <laughs> I can I can seeing having watched so much of Dave Grohl and listened to their music. Like, 
I can hear the sarcasm in his voice, like, hey, little Fonzie, can I have my concert back? Like, and laughing. (laughs) Like, like, hey, you want to play another track? Go ahead, man. I'm going to give you shit for it. But, you know, hey, this kid's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I just... Big thing nowadays is, is bringing sad person on stage. Yeah. It seems I see a lot of that. Oh, yeah. I always wonder if it's, like, planned. Yeah. Well, I saw uh, another hip-hop band, Atmosphere. That's my, anti, okay. that's my anti-reality TV thing. Like, everything is scripted. Right. Well, unlike this podcast. <laughs> oh, if, Russell, if you haven't figured Russell. out that we're not scripted. Right. <laughs> when I saw Atmosphere for the first time, one of my favorite bands, I, well, I didn't know what to expect. Um, they start their, their show with Atmosphere Karaoke. Or at least on, on that show that I saw, that, that tour. And basically, you come up and you try and do their songs. Really? Um, now, the lead singer, Slug, he's right next to you. It's not like they're in the back. Sure. Like, and the, the DJ, Ant, he's back there. He's doing his thing, too. They're not taking this time off. They're out here. They're enjoying this. Yeah. And when you fumble over the lyrics... He jumps in, really? and he's like, hey, get back on. Like, yep. you know, I'm here. Like, I got gotcha. you, you know? Um, cool. So, yeah, I think it's a big thing in music. Like, get your fans involved. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you want them to come see you live. Right. That's where you're making money. You're making money on your merch, making live. And embrace your fans. No, I agree. So, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill is now a musical. Uh-huh. I, w- I want that to set in. Uh-huh. So, screaming angry white women? <laughs> As opposed to... Uh, happy? Angry, angry white women? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that, the the, the right. article that I'm on is, is an NPR article. NPR article. Which is an interview. So I won't bore you with the sure. is this an age thing like do, it's, it's, do do artists get to a certain age and they're like I belong on Broadway honestly I think it's fans I think it's fans who are in the music theater industry who go hey like they're at home and they're Soho you know studio apartment that they're paying five thousand dollars a month for and hoping like Wait a minute. It's really hard, actually. It is. It's my, my, my pinky doesn't float that way. Can't drink with my pinky out. I, I don't know how to respond to this. I'm still trying to figure out how to respond to your Elena Morissette. See? I told you. <laughs> I'm responding to your article with the silliness. Silliness and debauchery. I'm scared. But, <laughs> and, and I bring it up because it feels like a trend. Yeah, agree. Bruce Springsteen is on Broadway now. Um, oh, there's a group I recently saw something like they're actually doing something on Broadway. Um, Green Day. I yes. The, uh, yep, Green Day. The um, huh. American Idiot, I believe, is the. Okay. The, well, um, now's the time. No, I mean this is a mm-hmm. while ago. Okay. But yeah, there was that was one of them. Yeah. Okay. To each other. So uh, 
I just thought it was it was noteworthy for music. Like, what do you think have, the percentage have, of that crowd is, female or male? Elena's more set musical. Do you want my honest opinion? Like 50, 70, 30? 50, 50. In the male, in the... Oh, I, I would have known. I think I'd, I'm I'd, go I'd 50, categorize 50. it more by age. I'm going to go with 50, 50. Got, you got all kinds of married dudes just sitting there shutting up. <laughs> I told you we were going to this. You enjoy it. I'll fucking now, murder you later. Uh, You're not uh, watching it. Watch I, it. <laughs> I occasionally make fun of this album and in it's tongue in cheek with me because I like the album mm-hmm. it's a good album I know the one song it's solid you get that dreaded question at the end of the show what was your favorite part <laughs> leaving <laughs> um, actually I went to the bathroom once in the middle of it that was pretty awesome too I just I question how you make an entire musical off was, of this album. That's not like a concept album, right? No, no. Okay. That's an angry white like, woman with a guitar, man. Okay, that's. I mean, that would be like a, a different story. So, I mean, I'm not crazy. She did that one. It's like I'm a bitch. I'm a. Yeah. No. Oh no, that's not her. No, that's not her. Okay, hold on. That's. Do, do, do you want me to go down the rabbit hole? No, no, that's fine. I'll get over it. Meredith Brooks, bitch. Uh, yeah, bitch. Okay. Is, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. You know, I got. I, I don't expect you guys to. There's a to, Google to, machine to, right you know? in front of me here, so I can I can educate there's, myself. There's also than a sounding like a useless dumbass. information brain in front of you. Well, that's cool. So yeah. Head over feet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to make anything to a musical ironic. because which is. The only thing ironic about that song is I've that seen some nothing ob- is ironic. ironic. I've seen some like obnoxious uh, musical movies. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. That I don't Tom see Cruise how, one. I don't see how they make anything into a movie. I heard actually, that I, actually, I, did, I actually like the Tom Cruise one. What was it called? <laughs> I'm trying. It was actually pretty good. I don't remember the name. Uh, that's the one Tom where he's Cruise, like the lead, so. he's the lead, he's like the strung out lead singer in a band. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's okay because he plays a douchebag. So it uh, works. That's too Oh, bad. see, all I can think of is Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. No, I, I see what you mean. Um, what was I going to say? I'm going to want to watch this movie after I so actually... So I want to I wanna look, kind of amplify your thing, too. Rock of Ages. That's it. Thank you. Oh, he was in that? Yeah. Wait. Huh. Okay. <laughs> um, but going how you say they're going into Broadway, you, you got to think, too, with, with uh, movies nowadays. And the only reason I say that is because they have the... Uh, the Queen, the Freddie Mercury uh, yeah, yeah. movie coming out uh, too. And I'll you know watching. what I mean? Uh, so, Blu-ray, I'll be waiting for Blu-ray. It's it's about Queen. Yeah, no, I, I would totally, totally buy it. It's interesting, the multimedia thing now that, that, that's hit music. Um, Fortunately, they always wait till they're dead. I don't want to say but, fortunately, but... Well, that's I said unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You know what uh, I mean? And poor Freddy. But yeah, that that's... Uh, I, I, I don't want to get into the article, but that, that I just okay. felt it was newsworthy sure. and interesting where music in general is heading. Mm, no, I agree. It goes back to what we were talking about where everybody's getting old, like all the legendary it's right. like, now we want to go to Broadway. But, but yeah. I, I want to throw out, on a serious note, what I even said in the last podcast is that music is an art form. So how you portray it yes. is a whole different thing. It's just a different media based on yep. it, essentially. Yeah. 
So, pretty deep. Yeah, well, I mean. That's my two years of graphic design for you right there. Congratulations. <laughs> that's what that's got me. <laughs> it, it's, it's art. You know, spray painting a dick on a wall is quote unquote deep. Right. Now it got weird. That's what she said. Hey, there's a whole Netflix like satire about it. So I can only imagine. <laughs> so but, one more? <laughs> my last news article. Uh, <laughs> there were hair on the balls. <laughs> Sorry. Need therapy if you go into it that deep. She said. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> just like that. One of these days, we're going to have to like, do like, an interesting like mashup. Just like all the random shit that comes out of like the mouths of the people on the show. That's fair. And the guests. And we can just do like a 15-minute like a, like a mashup. It'd be like going to that concert you were talking about. Or like you'll, you'll listen to it. You won't know what just happened. And you won't walk away the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Children will be crying. Yeah. Yeah. Suicide levels go up. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Congress will be passing. Uh, I don't want to joke about something like that. That's serious, that man. Was, that was, that was the FCC will censor you. Wives will <laughs> divorce their husbands. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> yeah, right. Mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's a lot better than my suicide one. So good recovery. <laughs> I like Trent Reznor. Woo! Nine Inch Nails, new album coming out. Uh, or I should say, it's okay. That's Not the whole point. He said it's going to be yeah, a full album. That's the whole point of the. Even article. though it's like five tracks long. Um, <laughs> Is it just him? But usually, the reason okay. I bring it up um, is because he's classifying it as an album for specific reasons. And it's specific promotional reasons. Okay. In terms of being played. So he can charge on, more money for it? Nope. Nope. I, I think he's another one who's on the forefront of free music. Like, you want to pay I, me money. I'll just make a bad joke. It's fine. No, no, no. It, it, hey. Um, why? Do you have insider information? Like, why, why they would make an EP versus an album? I do in this article. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, so you shut up then. Trent Reznor explains why Nine Inch Nails upcoming Bad Witch is considered an album. And his quote is, EPs show up with singles in Spotify and other streaming services equals they get lost easier. Oh, that's interesting. And he goes on to explain that when you're classified, you know, as an album, you're not lost in the humdrum that true thing here, Spotify guy. Noise. Like if you, if something comes off like an EP, it doesn't necessarily kind of go as a group. It's more like singleized. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, even with uh, Google Play, it's the same thing. Like if there's a if there's a single release, it will be on its own separate track until said album actually comes out. Or, but if it doesn't, there's a lot of singles that come out that aren't on, you know, the next set album too. And, you know, there was immediate internet support and backlash and here and there. And uh, Trent Reznor said, we're not charging anymore for it, so why get worked up about it? Right, exactly. Hmm. Wait, just relax. Jesus. Um, and it continued more and more. Um, 
Nobody buys music anymore anyway, for Christ's Christ sakes. Like, they're, they're going to rip it off somehow, so. And a... Arr, you're a pirate. <laughs> I, I refuse to give lip service to the guy who... Lip service? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm old. Lip service. It's a term. I got oh. you. I got, I'm with you. Whatever. Um, I follow you, bro. He spoke negatively of Reznor's uh, recent output, writing, quote, the EP must have, de- must have delayed for obvious reasons, dot, dot, dot. Ellipsis. All apologies, etc. And ellipsis. But the real fact is lack of inspiration. End quote. To which Trent Reznor responded, screen name, suck my entire cock. Ah. End quote. <laughs> Making sure we're on my part here. So, we want to be on the same page with you, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I looked up the definition for. I don't know why that's so. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. The fact that like you (laughs) that you looked it up. I'm more mad that the description has bigger words that I don't know. It doesn't help me at all. I have to use a dictionary to read the dictionary. (laughs) Do you want to know the definition of a lip service? And and are we watching porn? And (laughs) hang on, no, follow me on this. A a vowel of. Advocacy, adherence, or allegiance. Sounds like a killer band name. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let's pick the biggest goddamn words you can find to help someone figure out what a, something means. What a big word means. Yeah, pretty much. It's like Clifford. Big <laughs> red dog. In my uh, thesaurus next to my dictionary so I can find synonyms for these big words. Sim- I, get, I get cinnamon at home. And a little bit of time. Uh, in, in the dictionary, under redundant, it says see redundant. <laughs> I hate when it uses the word. I hate when it uses the word in the description. Yeah, that never worked like when I was in school. Like, They're like, no, like what does this word mean? It's like, well, it means to do this. Well, that you're using the word. You can't do that. It's, well, like, that's what, it's, what, it's, what, it's what it's doing. It's what it says. I, okay. It, it, in sixth grade, you just made me think of it, so I'm going to say it. Sixth grade, as a punishment for anything we did bad, my sixth grade teacher... Instead of detention, instead of anything like that, we had to sit down and write the definition for the word run. Go ahead. Take a look. Now I'm curious. They move legs faster than walking? Definition Move one. at a speed faster than a walk, never having both or all of the feet on the ground at the same time. And? Huh. Move about in a hurried and hectic way. And? An actor or spell of running. And? A journey accomplished or route taken by a vehicle, Why did you memorize or, this? <laughs> or boat, especially on a regular basis. And sixth grade was a long time ago. Jay, you have to let it go. No, no, this was rough. Like I was like, no, man, I ain't fucking with this lady. Uh, uh-uh. she wants run me to write a, out this like three-page definition. <laughs> Fuck this shit. As in, run as a sport or for exercise. And failed to stop at <laughs> failed to stop at a red traffic light and navigate rapids or a waterfall in a boat Wait a what does stopping at a red traffic light have to do with you running? run the red light oh and pass into or reach a specific <laughs> state or I'm like learning so much right now and extend or cause to extend in a particular direction and a particular family no and then <laughs> Fill a bathtub with water. Be covered or streaming with a particular liquid. Now you can see it's called the the the. Edit that. It's a bad word. 
The English language sucks. Emit or ex- ex- exude a liquid. Well, isn't that why English is like the second hardest language in the world to uh, learn as like a second language? No, because I before E only works when it wants to. Okay, <laughs> I read a thing. It, I before E, except for C, it's a lie. Like your entire schooling English life has been a lie. It works like four yeah, times. <laughs> Every other time it goes the other way. You know what way. I liked? Where they're like, oh, what's that? Well, we're going to call this a knife, but it needs a K. Knife. Who the fuck thought of that? We get some uh, weird repressed rage. Finally, a word that's not N I F E. Knigget. It's not like that word was taken. And if it was, just find another word. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's other words you could have picked. Jif or gif. All right. Home, comb. Who put a B in there? We're about to irritate trolls everywhere. Knight? Jif or gif. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Such as a goddamn P. <laughs> a goddamn P. You would not know that. I tell you to like sound out the word. You can't. So since we're uh, we're going rant, crazy off topic. Rant over. <laughs> we're, go, we're going crazy off topic today. I actually have a like a relatively quick news story that's kind of associated with music. Okay. So uh, all of you uh, crowdfunding fans out there that like to go on like the Kickstarters and the uh, oh, I forgot what the other one was called. GoFundMe. Hey, we should start one of those so, so we can stop working. GoFundMe's and uh, all the all the whatnot. If uh, you were lucky enough to be one of tens of thousands of pre-orders for 3D audio headphones startup OSIC, O-S-S-I-C, they collected a grand total of 3.25, 3.2 million. It was across Kickstarter and Indiegogo for their headphones, which included tens of thousands of pre-orders and then disappeared. Oh, dirty bastards. Mm-hmm. That's why you. Ne- that's why you never know with these things. The, uh, the comment: This was obviously not our desired outcome. <laughs> oh, oh, we really? didn't mean to screw you fuckers over. The team worked exceptionally hard and created a production-ready product that is a technological and performance breakthrough. To fail at the five-yard line is a tragedy. We are extremely sorry. We cannot deliver your product. We want you to know that the team has done everything possible, including investing our own savings and working without salary to exhaust all possibilities. Full of shit. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Uh, so Dr. Dre just stood up and went, "Beats so by a, Dre." Go ahead, buy the buy the headphones. Beats by Dre. Much. <laughs> See, backers are understandably quite upset about not receiving their headphones. A uh, group of more than 1,200 Facebook users have joined a recently created page threatening a class action lawsuit. There is no plan to return any of the investment money to any of the investors. What are you gonna do? Of course not. That's so those name. of you that are a fan of uh, crowdfunding, like maybe uh, instead of uh, trying to get a, uh, a, a cheaper pair of uh, high technolo- technology uh, headphones, now you can go to the crowdsourcing fund. Think of just holding class on. Action lawsuit. Uh, think of just holding on for a little while until like a Patreon or something shows up for a heavy metal over a six pack, and we will gladly take your crowdfunding. I will send you a t-shirt. Maybe. I get. I got, acry- I, got, I got acrylic paint at home, and we can buy, like, a 10-pack of Hanes t-shirts. I like it. All details to be worked out later. Custom t-shirts. Each one's different. Yeah. Limited edition. Ooh, I'll number it. But that's some shit. You collect $3.2 million and they just disappear. Can you actually do that? Like, what I do you? I mean, I don't I, think I, there's anything that stops you from no, doing that, honestly. That's the thing. They're I mean, literally just sending you money. Yeah. That's it. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no it, like. This isn't like a no, Bernie Madoff bullshit thing. Like I, I, I guarantee you money back. 
Like this is a, hey, look, we're trying to get this. You know, should it's we get this? Essentially, a donation. And yeah. A documented donation. And we're gonna give you free shit for your donation. Mm-hmm. It's just gnarly, man. Like it's crazy, isn't it? Because, like, some of these things, like, especially, like, when it's, like, actually, it's, like, some form of hardware, like, you're giving them money, like, with the promise of, like, years mm-hmm. from now, like, when we actually get production rolling, yep. you will have the first, like, shipments and whatnot. They just hope people well, forget. That was how VR got rolled. Right? Like, is that what happened? It's like, oh, I... Dude, I, I don't I, remember last week. Fuck, never mind. You're I feel that, like, all of a sudden a box would show up with Ossic on it. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right? Son um, of a bitch. Dude, I, I invested in that. I gave them, like, 10 bucks, like, 12 years ago. <laughs> Pretty much. Seems like worse than the headphones I have now. These things suck. <laughs> Demand. <laughs> oh, this is the sound you get after the concert. I get it. It's like you're really there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are these are post headphones. Anyway, that article will be uh will be, will be linked to the uh the episode. The, uh, you the episode web page. It's Click actually here for lawsuit. <laughs> there's actually a link. There's a, so if you are one of these unfortunate tens of thousands of people who thought you were getting headphones, well, enjoy your, your sim, uh, click here because you just got fucked. That's my quick hitter. I like it. Boom. To to quote news radio, you poor misguided Canadian bastards. Canadians. <laughs> or was that paraphrasing? I'll go with paraphrasing. I'll go with parachuting. <laughs> Anything else? So is that that our news? Add a news? Add a news. All right, today's main event. Dun, dun, dun. Heavy metal over a six-pack. Smashed banana album review. Today's main event. We're going to smash the shit out of some bananas today. Today's episode is smashed. The whole episode, you're just going to go. Are we going to microwave them first? There might then, be. Did anyone bring bananas? I'm working on. I'm, bananas, I'm, working on, I'm working on some. I'm working on some sound effects that actually might be <laughs> in the background. Every so often, you just hear a squish, squish, squish. No, that's that's different. That's that's a different kind of. Banana. Yeah, it's getting weird in here. That's cool. <laughs> but anyway, today's main event. We are actually doing a full round of uh, Smash Banana album reviews. If you are not familiar with our album review uh, segments in the past. Uh, we actually take an album, whether it be new, old, or uh, submitted from outside sources, or in today's particular episode, is uh, these are host-selected ones. I actually think we got a pretty interesting little uh, little uh, conundrum of uh, of uh, artist reviews to do. We go on a system like anything else that we do is a system on one through six. Much like the uh, Rotten Tomatoes percentages, if you were rating a movie, and except it's not a percentage, it is a score of one through six. And as the new guy, I, I needed it explained to me, so I'll explain it to you. Six, six pack. There you go. Explanation yeah. over. Yeah, it seems pretty, pretty standard. Everything we do is out of like six. It. I'm stupid. So number six is in our name, man. Anthony. Number six is in our name. If you get, if we get an album rating of five or six, that is some certified banana bread. Booyah! Ding. To get a great. A rating of one. I, there was some conversation prior to. I just pretty much said that's a pretty green banana. <laughs> green ass bananas. If you're in the green bananas, en- enjoy these number one ratings. <laughs> Tarantula laden. Tarantula. Don't make me Google more shit for definition. Stop it. 
So my my thought, gentlemen, I don't know if I, so we all brought three to the table. The I banana figured, of rigor mortis. I figured uh, <laughs> I figured the one who brought the album could introduce said album. They can uh, start some discussion, and the rest of us will chime in. We will all give a rating if possible. If um if we if we're all if we're caught up on like homework and whatnot, but uh, like I said, we'll uh the the people that actually brought the album, we will primarily. You know, introduce it, talk about it, give our give a full description. Everybody else can chime in. We'll give a rating. We will move on. We got nine albums, I believe, to rate today. Mm-hmm. So a nice full episode, and there's actually some pretty decent shit that you're gonna want to probably go check out. Uh, we'll definitely link everything we talk to somehow, some way. Bingo, bango, bongo. Whether it be a iTunes or a Spotify, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out later. That's a, that's a after show production that I spend hours of my life on. So he really does. Um, it's I'm incredibly. Ha- I'm happy that like, he un- does it. It's, un- it's unbelievable how incredibly times. Because <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I'd be like, I fucking got it on the internet. <laughs> Fuck you, fuckers. I will oh, actually say, Jay, to, to your credit, ever since we've actually had the full ho- the, the third host full time. I mean, we've done. This is what our third sit down, and it's going to work out to be five or six episodes, probably. <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of less like lag time in between like some of these comments. Like, okay. So the, the editing has actually gotten like a little bit better. Okay. So thank you for that. Thank you. So instead of random stopping, it's just thirteen hours. It's, it's constant. Yeah. Now we just have thirteen Jay hours filling up empty space with inane bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> anybody want to start? I knew guys. I started the. He started news. I did. He did start news. All right, all right. So I'll go with... Uh, I'll start. Okay. And I'll, I'll go with the... Probably one of the more popular, prolific albums out right now. Um, I think it's, what, two weeks old? Three weeks old. Um, Shine Down's Attention, Attention. Yep. Um, Exclamation point. And... I'm still getting used to the, the, the format in which th- these guys have, have, have kind of been doing their, their reviews. Um, but uh, it, it grew on me. That was an interesting strategy. So it's, a, it's a new, new to him. So he decided to jump in first and not let somebody else give one. That's right. boy. Hey. Did, did we ever give you a form? Fuck it. Oh, wait. There's a form? There you go, buddy. I oh, thought man. we were supposed to be doing heavy metal. There's a fucking form for a heavy metal program? What? This is not metal. <laughs> is it not on fire? It was supposed to be on fire. I apologize. I was going to respond, but then I get scared. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want my show to sound prepared. Listen, Continue. We're prepared, but the nonsense that happens after preparation. And, and That's not our fault. That, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right so... At name of the mu- name of uh, see, and I'm going with this with the listeners. You don't have to read that word for word, by the way. It's just a guide. I feel like I should. Okay, if you want to for your first give, time, give this well, is like this is know, like the tricycle. This is the I behind don't, the I scenes. Don't even look at that. For them, let's let's okay. let's bring in the Muppets. Okay, I'm with you. I'm just just so shine down. Attention, attention. Genre music. Now here we get into gray area. And this is was my hang up with the album at the beginning. Pretty sure they consider themselves a, a hard rock, heavy metal. Really? They, uh, I, I've seen them. They pop up in my heavy mm-hmm. metal news. This is the American rock band in the description. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, 
Can I can I make a comment just because I saw this and I think oh, yeah. you'd be interested yeah, hey. by this? So this is a concept album. I can see that. Dealing yeah. with the uh, the pic- I'm sorry. Dealing with depicting a human overcoming their negativity through personal struggles to be reborn as a new person. Okay. I thought that was interesting. I just, I just so like the concept that. album, meaning, meaning all these songs are actually linked somehow. Mm. They seem negative. I think I gave it yeah, a, a more grander scale when I listened to it. It's very interesting because it's unlike anything that they put out before. It's, yeah. Like it's much different than like their uh, their previous. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought listening to it. Like, like sound-wise, like vo- vocally, it's like a little bit. I mean, his vocals have always been top-notch. He, he, oh yeah, he's solid. Good. Oh, he's killer. He's, he's, he's good. Style-wise, style-wise, it seems like he's um. Agreed. Honestly, when I jumped into it, and I told Anthony this, my first listen, my first go through, I got halfway through, and literally all I could think of was Imagine Dragons. Okay. I can see that, mm-hmm. especially no, with I, Devil. Yeah, the, the, the single that they actually released, Devil. Like, I can actually, I can actually see that because, like, his vocal, mm-hmm. like, the is, entire album has that feel sure. to it. I don't know if that's a production. There's thing. a little, pro- there's a little production action. It would actually be curious how it translates live for them because, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony, you've seen them. There's no, there's no synth or anything. No, in there, all, in mind you, they're only a four piece. They have one guitarist, two. But I mean, the money they have, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on in the back, too. Well, something I always consider anytime I listen to, like, a new, a new especially, like, a band that actually does do a lot of live performances, mm-hmm. I always, like, try to, like, it's like, I wonder how this would actually translate live. But a lot of songs, yeah. they just don't play live. Because either what, they can't, yeah, or when you whatever pick your, reason. We're just going to ignore this whole album. <laughs> yeah, you pick, you pick your battles with it. <laughs> we're here for the old fans! Pretty much. Fuck you guys! Yeah. Metallica had to do that for a while. They kept putting out these albums that nobody liked, so like every time we go see a show, they had to play all their old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're only lo- gonna play one song off of Saint Anger, guys. And I the only one you know. Because <laughs> Loaded and Reloaded were a load. A load. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't we, help. We myself. digress. Um, all right. So, uh, I was introduced to Shine Down with was it forty five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got a heavy rotation on rock radio mm-hmm. um, and I followed them intermittently here and there but they've always been solid anytime I've listened to them um, before and I'll be honest before this this album the last thing I had heard from them was off the Avengers soundtrack okay and I liked it I enjoyed it a whole lot. I still listen to it. Um, so jumping into this and being inundated, if you still listen to real radio, and by real radio, like stuff that isn't satellite or off your phone. Sure, like your AF. Like AM, FM. Sure. Um, is Imagine Dragons is, right now, they're huge. Oh, yeah. They went the route, and I know I'll get bullshit for comparing them, but they went the route of Incubus. Where they wanted to start from, and what track hit, mm-hmm. and what latched on with the public consciousness, sure. pushed them in a direction, and they decided they wanted to sell. They wanted to be played mm-hmm. on mainstream radio stations yeah. um, 
So that's where I come down. Like when I first started listening to it, that's where I came down. Like I thought maybe they were going that route. They went, hey. Like, because as we can all attest, music is evolving into this amalgamation of genres. Mm Mm-hmm. And pop music is kind of like the black hole of music. It is. I mean, and today's... Like, that's what today is based on. And it's pulling everything into it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's almost like... like With no remorse. like following it. Like, they're like, well, if I want to survive... Uh... Well, I've noticed a lot, of, a lot of bands now, they do... Like, the songs are, like, catchy. Whether or yeah. not they were before, but it's just that catchiness, and that's the pop yeah. influence. That's the uh, the attention span thing. You have to catch everybody quick, yeah, before you much. lose them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is why before it used to be months and months before single releases, mm-hmm. months and months. Now it's weeks, mm-hmm. if not days. Um, so it shined out attention, attention. What would be your grade from one to six? How many smash bananas? When I first listened to it, I was so wanted to rate it very low. Freaking green, green as shit. Oh yeah. Um, giving it the time that at, at now I think it deserved having actually, huh? Um, I'd actually I'd probably give it a four. I'd, I'd give it a four. There's there, there's some shit going on there, mm-hmm. and now knowing it's a concept album, now you want to, you look have to like back. go back. Yeah, yeah now I'm like, like ooh, ooh, but it. I'd give it a four because there's there's four, maybe even a five. I'd almost uh, go five. We're messing, with, we're messing with banana bread now. I know. I well undercooked w- banana bread. <laughs> it's still oh, a little mushy in the oh. middle. But, but in the zucchini m- bread. Zucchini <laughs> bread. It tastes like banana bread. But it's but not. it's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna remember all these ratings. <laughs> Um, I can't believe it's Wait, was butter. zucchini bread b- good or bad? <laughs> I like zucchini bread. Melted butter? No, no. So little toast. Cream cheese. All mm, the way. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. Cream cheese could go into anything. Don't. don't. This yeah. is true. Yeah. This is true. Anyway. Um, but for... Go on. For... Is that your final answer, Jay? Four and a half. Four po- oh, four, po- okay. four and a half. Four and a half because... I'll come back to this later once I've gone back and, and reviewed it as the concept. Did you have a number for for Shinedown Attention? attention I'm gonna I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna go with a three. I mean, it was it was fine. It was catchy. I enjoyed it, but it it wasn't something that it's like anything jumped out to me. Yeah. A lot of music I listen to there's, there's parts of songs that like really grab me. Mm. And that's where my attention draws to them. But I, I just I didn't get anything from it. Yeah. It, it's not like it's a bad album in any way, shape, or form. It was catchy, and I, I mean, it was fine, in my opinion. I'm actually right in the same ballpark. My first, my first was my first rating of it was a three. You know, what, I there was a little more heaviness to it, which I kind of appreciated. But like, like I said, it was just different. It, like, it wasn't what I expected to hear from from Shinedown. Like, usually Shinedown, you'll have like that one or two like radio edits, a couple like more heavier stuff, a couple of heavier stuff, a few ballads. You know, and that's where I like started. kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's uh, I don't know, it just. Kind of caught me off. It's it's neat. It's very listenable. Mm-hmm. I mean, by all mm-hmm. means. I mean, if you're if you're stuck in a car for a long period of time, and like you can you can actually start to finish this album, which would yeah. normally go up on my rating scale. But I just yeah, that's where I'm at. I think that's why I went like with a four or two. 
because it, it is it's listenable there's 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 nothing that I say eh mm-hmm. like I'm not sure. skipping the tracks yeah but you may not remember such tracks exactly right <laughs> good good background noise there's some you'll remember yep those are the tracks you'll go back to personally yeah let me go next I'll go next yeah You'll go next. Or you want me to go next? I'm next. Okay. So my band is uh, a little more unknown. Um, they're called. Now I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but this is the best <laughs> way I could pronounce it without it sounding stupid. Is uh, Angelus Apatrida. Um, they are from Albacete, Spain. The album is Cabate de la Guillotine. Cabaret de, de la Guillotine. Oh, yep, I just spelled it wrong. I apologize. It was actually released this year. Um, I used to listen to these guys back probably around 2012, 2013 with the Call album. That's the album that kind of got me into them. What can I say about it? Um, I mean, all the tunes are good. They're all catchy. It sounds like all their other stuff. I don't I don't <laughs> like to use that. I know it sounds bad, <laughs> but but I would like to use the word consistent. You've been playing. Uh, 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 very, they're very technically savvy. The, the guitar in it's very solid. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, the guitar works great. I find the vocalist interesting. Now, th- this is my interpretation. I always of it. worry about that word when people describe things. Interesting. Interesting. So, this is my interpretation of it. This is essentially I even not not even just this album, but these guys in general. If Metallica put out Kill 'Em All in this generation, I feel like this is what they would be. Because they're big... thrashy, they got the kind of heavier vocals, the growly vocals. The guitar works very, very decent. I mean, it would be metallic if they actually had a real drummer. <laughs> Not a lawn gnome. See, I'm checking out. I'm checking out the song <laughs> off the new album, like "Farewell," and I would have said if, uh, if like "Shine Down" and "In Flames" had like a baby. Okay. See, I, I, yeah, that's more one of the softer songs too. It's so pretty though. It is. I- Check out Farewell on Cabaret de la Guillotine. Now, the, oh, okay. album, the album before this, which is um, their more experimental album, is a lot. And I mean, a lot Hidden more Evolution. technical. Yes, Hidden Evolution. It was a lot more technical. Um, so this one's a little on the lighter side. But, they, I mean, they've kept with their sound. Now, if I had to go with cons of this, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his vocals. I'm just not. They're kind of, like they're, they're, they're different. It's interesting. Is that weird? <laughs> And that and the fact, I mean, they're overall good. Nothing stands out, but they're, they're, they're kind of got that power metalness. See, I get a like seven dust feeling. Like if you gave feeling. Dragon Force some balls, he'd kind of get this. I get a seven dust feeling, honestly. Okay, he's got the, the growliness to it. But rocks back sure. to the... Sure, sure. Um, for me, I gave him a four out of six. Again, I mean, the album's very listenable. You can put it on and let it roll. Um, again, nothing really, really stands out in my mind, but it was good. I enjoyed it. You guys? If I was to rate it, I mean, I'm, at, I'm, I'm somewhere between like a three and a four. I have to get over which side of the, the interesting spectrum I'm on with these, uh, with these, with these vocals. Um, I do like the instrumentation. Um, I do, I mean, this particular album, not going off the whole, cal- uh, whole catalog, I'll, I'll probably lean towards a four. This is probably up my, okay. up my above average album. Yeah. Not 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 quite toasty and sweet, but with with the the limited exposure I've had to it, um, 
I would classify it as something I'd listen to, nothing I'd seek out. Sure. Um, that, that's fair. Again, these guys are very, very... It may take hidden. something, <coughs> some kind of hearing it in context mm-hmm. for me to go back and, and delve Gotta into Gotta be able it. to go through and find like the one song that like really grabbed yeah. you and then check out the rest of the yeah. album. Um, Agreed. But overall, in terms of presentation... That's actually what just happened with that farewell. <laughs> Song's beautiful. <laughs> it's so pretty. I, I'd go with three. Okay. Three, three and a half. Right in yeah. the middle, yeah. That's fair enough. It's it's not something I'd be opposed to just having on back there. But if I did listen to it again and I found that one track that I was like, ooh, I also wouldn't be opposed to to jumping into it right into the deep end. Very nice. Alright, the first album that I'm gonna review today. And I gotta tell you, I um yeah, the, uh, the first album I decided to review is actually just released this year. It's actually released relatively uh, recently. I actually went with uh, God, uh, Local Legends, Godsmack, and uh, their their release When When Legends Rise. Um, reason why I, there's a reason why I picked this album is because I actually heard the first couple of um, the first couple of tracks that they uh, that they actually released as like a single form and whatnot. Now, um, and they and they really kind of caught my attention. So Sully Arna. Uh, did an interview about this album, and this was supposed to be Godsmack's uh, transition from a heavy metal into of a more of a hard rock sound, which I found I, interesting because I, can see it, though. I didn't really consider them a heavy metal but, yeah. band. I always thought they were a hard rock <laughs> sound, but I mean, Sully Arna is possibly like more more smart than I am. So, like, whatever. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to hold that. I did that on purpose. You thought I was doing? You technically can't play really, you know, drums like Sully, so that's that'd be the. Um, Give him time. <laughs> so I was very excited about this album because um, title track uh, when Le- when legends rise I think is an awesome song. I think it opens nicely with like with the drum. Yep. I I actually I like a lot of things about it. Bulletproof was the first single that they say, released. I actually really enjoyed that song. Off this and that that's actually it's very catchy. Again, so, it goes back to my saying: all the songs nowadays are catchy. So here's that's my the hook. Uh, that's the hook. Yeah. Here's my problem with Godsmack. If I took all of Godsmack's albums, and I know there's quite a few of them right now, I'm not—I don't have an exact number. They—they got to be like power. somewhere in like five, six, or whatnot. If I took all of the really great songs that Godsmack has, I would have one hell of a greatest hits album. But the problem is, I—I just—I can't deal with his writing. Because after I got past these first two tracks, I just the whole album just went <laughs> for me. The uh, the lyrics are uninteresting. Um, it's. I think one of the it starts off as push it down deep inside. Like what? What does that mean? I'm trying to remember. I believe it it's starts a, out like that. There was no like line a, to it. I believe there Headphone was a, jack. Oh. Just you know, okay, you want to make sure it hits the base. Oh, no, that's fair. There was a song. I, I want to say it's under your scars, which is supposed to be like a love song. Yes. And the and. I hate to be like I hate to be that guy that's like just super critical about everything, but the lyrics just didn't sit with me. It's, well, it's like, not really a, a love songwriter. And you know what? Not, not to not to compare not this. Nice. Not to compare. I was actually looking forward to this album. Like I said, like when when I heard "When Legends Rise" and "Bulletproof," those two songs like were, were great songs. And like coming off an album like a, "A Thousand Horsepower," which I found one track on that actually digestible. Mm-hmm. So. Unfortunately, it's got two really great tunes on it, and then, as far as I'm concerned, it's got eight very not great tunes on it. They're, they're fairly bland. Um, the two tunes that I like, though, I mean, I I was 
in a bad mood when I was first rating it, but I decided to come up just a smidge because, like I said, the first two songs on the on the on the on the album are well worth it. Um, if you're a diehard Godsmack guy, I mean, this might be right up your alley. For me, it's three Smash Bananas, and that's being nice, right. Sully. I'm sorry, dude. Ooh. And by the way, fuck you. It was a string bet. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Again, going back to the two songs, uh, again agreeing with you as well. I'll give him a three. A little bit under. Those two make up a little bit of points, but... Godsmack should put out EPs. There you go. <laughs> or singles. <laughs> and then they wouldn't have any problems. Yeah, much. <laughs> One single every two years. Or work on soundtracks. I can see Sully Erna really, really flourishing on soundtracks. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the other scary part of action. When the, just a, just another quick uh, side story. Like when he he was doing a lot of side projects like the last few years, like the last four or five years, like getting a lot more into like orchestrative and like uh, like some like really kind of off the cuff like like um he has a, he actually had a, a, a solo project which I, I think you just called it Sully yeah or it was, it was, a, it was either Sully or Ernest. <laughs> Well, it was definitely different. Like he was trying to be more, like a little bit more of an art form kind of a thing. So, like when he when he they came back and did like another album, like I said, a thousand horsepower for me just flopped. No bueno. I hated that song. No bueno. I hated that single when it came out. It's just like it just pissed me off. And so I was excited when I actually heard these first two tracks because um, the, I mean, my favorite Godsmack album is actually probably the first. Yeah. Uh, Moon baby. Moon Baby is the greatest, most underrated song. Love that, that song. The, the first album, self-titled mm-hmm. "Godsmack." It's a great. It's a great disc. It, mm-hmm. Classic. Agreed. Classic. I wouldn't go so far as to say one of the best ever. No. But no. it's a classic. Oh yeah. Like it's a solid, solid. And when album. you take all, except for Voodoo, I never understood Voodoo. See, I like Voodoo. Never understood it. I, I like it. Not my favorite on the album. Probably my second favorite. And every time, every time I seen him live, he's played it live, and I never understood that either. <laughs> what I didn't understand was Voodoo 2. I hate when they double up their song. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. I like Unforgiven 3. That's what I mean. Really? There's weird. a third? I actually like that, though. There's a third one? Yep. Yeah. It's on uh, Death Seriously? Yeah. Death Magnetic. I thought they stopped Death at two. No. Death Magnetic. Yeah. They yeah. needed to stop at one. See, one was good. Two was... It wasn't anything to do with Three? It. Pretty good. Three's so okay. they made up for the... So it was kind of like movies, and it didn't really follow. Yeah. It didn't but really. It usually goes first, second, the good, and the third one's usually. Awful. Didn't really follow the pattern. Depends. It didn't really follow the pattern of like the other two either. Like it no. was kind of its own. Entity. First one good, second one bad, third one we're sorry that the second one sucks <laughs> so bad. Third that third one's when they go to Japan. Yes, and it was better than the second one. Terrible. The second one was like the secret of the ooze. Terrible. Jay, sir, do you have a uh, do you uh, do you have enough knowledge of this album to be able to rate it? <clears throat> I think from the gleaning that I've gotten off of what I've listened to um, and my history with Godsmack, I can give it a rating based off of my opinion of Whatever Godsmack. Whatever it comes with. I'm going to give it a two. Oh, boy. Um, I'm, I'm almost, I almost want to give it a one. I almost want to give it a one. Because well, we'll be we'll be nice. We'll be nice. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, and I'll we'll, go we'll with stick, two because we'll, we'll say, okay, Sully, you're, you're willing to get past your ego <laughs> to evolve a little bit, but at the same time, you're not willing to get past your ego to try and sell a billion records. Right. Like it is obvious 
through the sound of this album, he's trying to become relevant again. And and I feel like that's hit the entire purpose of this album it's is cut, for Godsmack to stay relevant. It's cutting deep over there. It's cutting deep. It, Gandhi. it sounds like a desperate attempt to stay relevant in the music world. It is too bad because When Legends Rise, that's a great song. But that's okay. We digress. <clears throat> All right. We're three, we're three deep. Cheers. Well, I'm only one and a half deep there, but... Yeah, I'm only one. Well, do we count the well, crack? We're, we're being conservative today. <laughs> Mr. J, album number two, dude. All right. Um, album number two. Monster Magnet. Mindfucker. Uh-huh. Genre... I mean, they're, they're, I think they're typically thrown in with Clutch where they're counted as Ragnarok. It's stoner sure. rock. Um, maybe a little psychedelic. Um, Not this album. No, you're right. Um, this album is weird to me. Um, with a hiatus that they've had for... They've been around for a while. Different like, reasons. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've been following them for a while. 2001 I mean, was their first album? Like, Really? I feel like it's, it's says, been longer God than that. God says no. See, I almost feel like it's been longer than that. Um, but, I mean... I could be wrong. Um, no, I am, I am way off. <coughs> Apologize. Uh, Tab, 1991 was their EP. Okay, all right. And then right. Super Judge, 1993. All right, all right. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't seem right. I was like, shit. Um, being a fan of Monster Magnet and being a fan who, who really wants to see them succeed um they've gone through some shit in the past seven to ten years um different hiatuses from different members of the band for different reasons Mm -hmm. um and to come back and say you know we're gonna do an album it was exciting sure um as i wanted to i immediately wanted to jump on board and, and I mean, I did. I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Here, what I know they're trying to do, but there, there, there's something missing. I don't know what it is. I don't know where the spark just isn't happening in their creative process right now. I want to give it a four because I know what they were trying to do. And as a fan of Monster Magnet, All right, so you have a deeper understanding of. This goes back to their... This pile of mud. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry. The, the, well, it, it draws from their history. And it was obvious that that's what they were going for. So is that four smash bananas, your final answer, Jim? I, yeah, I give it a four. Because... There's hope. I, I, Somebody out there might be a Monster Magnet fan. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna relate to you. We're going to get mm-hmm. an email. Be like, I hope so because like, I'm so glad Jay's on the, on the, on the board I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid that I'm giving it too much credit and then I'll have like the second email it's like who brought up Atlantis Morissette like that guy should be, <laughs> that guy should be fired yeah. the same guy who yeah. brought up ABBA I thought I was listening to heavy metal over a six pack this is weird Not dancing okay queen after a, a six pack you motherfuckers who are listening to heavy metal you know you'll talk about ABBA you know you'll do it and you'll love it I'm gonna go to sleep to ABBA <laughs> ABBA cadaver douche 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 <laughs> My favorite word. Dude. All right, Anthony. Anthony, pick it. <laughs> Round two, kid. <laughs> My second album 
I went old school. I didn't do a new album. Not um, that I know that we can do that. You guys are in deep shit. You're welcome. <laughs> Threaten um, me with a good time. So, <laughs> I, I, this is one of the albums I grew up with. Um, it went Smash Mouth. Makes me feel so old. <laughs> for all you people who know Smash Mouth, and let me, cl- let, me, let, me, let me clarify that. For all you people who know Walking on the Sun and Shrek. <laughs> I was going to say, for you Shrek freaks out there. <laughs> pretty much. So, um, this album, personally, is, is fantastic. This was their uh, debut, uh, debut studio album. In uh, 1997, the album is called Fush You Mang. Now, the title of this album is actually taken from Scarface as Fuck You Man, but the slurred <laughs> is Fush You Man, so that's that's where it comes from. I saw where they were going with that. It's pretty mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. It is. So, everyone who, who knows the song Walking on the Sun, I'm sure it's, it's been on the radio forever, oh, and it yes. still is on the radio. If you listen to the rest of the album... Killer. That song has nothing to do with the rest of the album. At, at all? At all. This album, is it's punky. It's its vulgar. I mean, that's thats where Smash Mouth comes from, because Smash Mouth, because it's vulgar. It's, it's bad words coming out of your, your pie hole. Well, I feel like they were too, like, they they were on that the crest of that wave that was um, ska. They have a lot of ska riffs in it. I, I agree with that as well. But this this album, I can listen to it over and over, and I still listen to it. I mean, I used to rock out to this album when I was, you know, eight, nine. You know what I mean? Fuck I, you. And I and I, <laughs> I still have their album. I still have this album. The actual it's a good album. It's it's a great album. Yeah, this brings this brings me back like eighteen years ago. Just want to like take the skateboard like uh, off the wall in the garage and just like roll down the street and like hit hit a couple of curbs and fall down. See, this is me playing PlayStation One. Tony Hawk. Uh, yeah. Crazy tactics. Little 1080, snowboard- little 1080 snowboarding <laughs> right, action right. with the old N64. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> now, unfortunately, the, uh, there was this album, and then um, cool Astro. Yeah. Astro Lounge was the album after this, which is okay. <laughs> but after that, it, <laughs> I mean, this, this album was the one that no one knows about, mind you, because. N- Although I think the cover of um, "Why Can't We Be Friends" War, I believe, was oh, the yeah, original. Yeah. Yep. Which I believe that's kind of sneaked out here and there. Yep. But Every now and then, yep. it, get, it gets licensed out to a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, I gave it a six out of six. I gave it. We a full have blown. certified banana bread for the first ooh, time today. Banana bread. See, you don't need a button. We'll just use him. The uh, is that the, the guy from Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you achieved pitch perfect AK forty seven sound. <laughs> we've like, we've like been said, jammed. This uh, this brings me right back to the skateboarding days. Like I said, I could I could I could just hit pipes, quarter pipes. I could fall, skin my knee, wasted, limp home, smoke a bowl, all all is well. I did only give it a four, but this it's still killer. Four is a good number for me because I'm an overcritical bastard. So don't ever expect full of anything from him. Try, man. You're like the salmon cowl of our podcast. <laughs> Mine is being you know, not. I try to be honest. I try we, to be honest and critical. We need one. We do. Does that make we're, we're pretty. Paula we're pretty. Abdul? Paul Abdul. <laughs> can you be Randy? No, you're Randy. You're the drummer. You guys can't possibly think you that. Just gonna, we can't. We can only be positive through this whole thing. <laughs> no I just, dog. Uh, I just listened can to I the leftovers dog? of our last episode. Like I'm a prick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who the fuck was that? He locks that the door and doesn't let us leave till the podcast is over. <laughs> you guys should have kicked me out. You'd be like, Marcus, take a break. Actually, I was shushed. What? I, I was shushed. <laughs> Several times. There was a time I was like, am I unshushed? <laughs> Can I talk yet? But anyway, you guys have already heard that if you keep track of us. But uh, Jay, what is your... So I go back to first hearing the album, hearing Walking on Sun, it's the first track I heard, and then I listened to the entire album and realizing the absolute opposite of what that track represented just with this album. Um, as much as I like Walking on the Sun, I like the rest of the album so much more. Oh, it's a total coin flip too, man. It's mm-hmm. like... It, it, mm-hmm. Really? No, You're no, like, no. what the right, fuck? Right from the first song. Um, and no, seeing where they went off. to. So this is, again, going back to, I think, like one of our first, first podcasts. The theory that I have is a lot of times the songs that are released on the radio are either nothing to do with the album yeah. or they're not even like even remotely close to like the best song in the album yeah. no oh, rhyme or so reason there's, to it. there's always that that rest of the stuff which especially for fans better. right anyway continue i apologize um so given the state of music at the time when this came out because i wasn't quite as a diaper wearer as anthony apparently was when he... <laughs> um, i'm the baby i, I gotta take gotta in their entire 1997 call, man. They said, Fush you. <laughs> I got to take their entire catalog, their entire career into account when I re rate this album. It's on the album, man. It's on the album. Um, I give it a five. Ah, certified banana bread. Because they were so honest in this album. They, they, like, they were they just want. like, this is, this yeah, is who we are. Yeah, now you're fake, Smash Mouth. Way to go. This, this is who we are. We're Smash Mouth. And wait, does that. Check have five zeros on it. Well, fuck. <laughs> Pretty much. And then Shrek came out. Are you exactly. trying to say that they sold? Mind out? you, mind you, they they you know they get big off a goddamn cover song. The Which, I'm a believer from the hey, goddamn monkeys. Hey, hey, don't knock the monkeys. I'm not knocking the don't monkeys. Don't knock the monkeys. I'm just saying. Who are debatably a ripoff of the Beatles. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but one of the like founders of the monkeys founded MTV. So. Right. What are you going to say? Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll give it a five because it, it, it was it, it was a solid album. They 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 did what they liked um, and they made an entire career off of an album that didn't sound like the rest of their career. Right. It's, it's crazy. Look at Sugar Ray. I always bring that uh, up. It, well, they were released like I think the same month. The albums came out, Sugar Ray and, and Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. It's all I, th- in the I think same, they came out the same, same month. Yeah. And both bands saw exactly what the music yeah. industry wanted. What's the money? Do and this. they were smart enough to say, you know what? If we want to make a living doing out of this, we have to do what they want us to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Metallica gets Grammys for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, who am I to shit talk Smash Mouth for doing the same exact thing? Right. Agreed. Marcus? Round? So, so my round two. So after all these uh, negative comments, I've heard about my negative thinking process. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm countering. 
kind of changing up the music a little bit. We're, uh, this is definitely probably a different sound than anything that we've uh, reviewed so far. The band is Wage War. The uh, the album is called Dead Weight. Um, the second album, correct? This is their second release. This actually came out uh, late my, 2017. My Dead Weight, my last girlfriend. <laughs> Not like my new girlfriend. It's like everybody's it's, last Sorry, girlfriend. Jen. No, 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 don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> clarify, clarify. It's like, every, it's like everybody's Son ex-girlfriend. Pretty much. <laughs> We don't have enough time in this episode to talk about all the dead weight. <laughs> Over a six pack and relationships. Um, Tune in to our new podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dead weight by Wage War. They, um, I, I, I know we're re- reviewing this one. Their first album is phenomenal. Like it, it's a, it's a very start, good. it's a start to finish. Li- like listen, it's um, it's very hard, very fast. Uh, they have the they have the two dynamics. They have the screaming vocals, which I love the tone of his of, of his scream. It's very aesthetically pleasing to me. Um, if I was a, if I was to pick tracks on this, uh, "Don't Let Me Fade Away" is uh, is probably is probably what it's one of the first uh, singles that they re- they released off of it. But I, like I just like the way that they had to make. If I had any kind of criticism of this album, like sometimes there's a song that they I think they kind of forced the clean vocals where mm-hmm. it, it didn't necessarily need to be there. Um, and his vocals are clean too, like clean. Yes, it's um. What's the fall clean? <laughs> this is right up my. I mean, this is this. I could go on for for hours on the on this stuff. I mean, this is right up my alley. This is exact exactly the tone that I just love. I can start track one and go to track eleven. I think this would translate phenomenal to live. Like I can just see being in a in a small Palladium crowd or even out in like an outdoor festival. Sure. Which uh, maybe if they come to Warp Tour this year, <laughs> um, certified banana bread for this guy, five out of six. Very nice, very nice. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to follow you on that. Okay. <laughs> I'd gi- I'd give it a four, personally myself. That's fine. Uh, it's one of those things too. Is, is you? I know we're just doing the the one album thing and just the album. And when when you come from, because I really enjoyed their last album. That was very good. Mm-hmm. But it, it's one of those things where you're like, is it? You don't want to make it sound like it should be better. You know what I mean? But when you, when you're stuck on one thing, so I, I would go with a four. It, it was enjoyable, nonetheless. There was nothing that I hated. It was fine. I it was good. I'm gonna find you live this summer. I'm gonna get moshy with you. <laughs> they probably have like a lame crowd too. They all probably just stand there going, ooh. I want to have your baby. I'd be like asking Alexandria. Everybody's like so polite. Oh, so sorry, man. So sorry uh, to bump into you. So sir. sorry. That was my elbow into your ribs. Jay I, I, Jay, I can only imagine. This is probably right up your alley, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pants. So given that this is not my wheelhouse. That's fine. What I attempt to do with music that isn't where I gravitate to is graded on uh, uh, Marcus is rocking out. Yeah. Facebook Live, baby, coming soon. <laughs> um, imagine. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, really be that, wouldn't really be that exciting. No. I, I try to grade and rate on what I hear in terms of talent sure. and presentation. I may not be able to appreciate the style, but I can appreciate musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and strictly based off of the talent and, and 
just their cohesiveness together. Mm-hmm. Out of my wheelhouse, I'd go with a three. Okay. I'd give it a three. Right. right in the middle. Because they're not unlistenable. Sure. It's okay. good when you have the clean to kind of Yes, and switch that which draws me back all... in. Because I'm like... Uh, it is very nice now. Hey, like, in modern uh, metalcore music, the fact that like they're more focused on actually having clean vocal in there, because, mm-hmm. I mean... That switches it up. That's why I'm a big fan of Atreyu. I can listen to I can listen to music where it's like it's all metalcore scream like through the whole August, way, but August. like there has to be something else like August Burns Red. I'm yeah. like I'm very aesthetically attracted to August Burns Red. Like that's like my binky. Um, <laughs> no, you stop it. Woo! <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of like, especially like the old that's school. That's the sound you want there. The old school. <laughs> Hardcore crap. No, mama. Don't hit me, mama. I'm sorry. Try to make a point, guys. Sorry. Ow, with the sickness. Listen, there are bands out there. Like, I I call it noisy. Like, when you listen to it, it's just noisy. It's like suicide silence. Like, I don't don't need to listen to. With a when there's no when there's no rhythm to it, where it's just like, so yeah, just said eight hundred words. <laughs> so yeah, that's just this is noisy. Like so, like the fact that like there's clean vocals now and like metalcore like really makes me excited. But uh, wage war, certified banana bread, banana. All right, all right, get all right, guys. Round three. We got the lightning round this a little bit. I think we got like fifteen minutes. Before this gets out of hand. Oh wait! This is, no wait! No. <laughs> oh. I'm not cutting you off. I'm just I saved saying. the best for last. So. That's what I did. <laughs> All right. I was afraid to ask Jay. Go ahead. Prick. <laughs> All right. Call him as I see him, buddy. Uh, a perfect circle. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, oh. Man, you forgot about that. Did you not? Double back. Oh. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Don't let me. No, no. A perfect circle. Uh-huh. Eat the elephant. Um, I am reluctant to call a genre of music on this. I feel like it transcends in a lot of places. And I, I will preface this, my review, by saying I respect Tool. I respect a perfect circle. I respect Maynard James Keenan. For talent and understand, like, y- yeah, oh, okay, certified musical genius. Like, he has his fingers on the pulse of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I am a fan. No, I don't have the name of the project. I don't Buster. actually have a name, his name on the tip of my tongue. But like, a lot of the, of a perfect circle is actually the responsibility of the guitar, the guitarist, though, isn't it? I, I think so. Well, I think the entire band. I think they're another one of those that, that may be considered supergroup if you get down into the nuts and bolts of it. Good article. I could be wrong. Good article in that album, but in that issue, by the way, if you want to take it with you. What is it? Which magazine? Revolver. Oh, okay. I'm still. Uh, Billy, still... Billy Howard Dell. Thank you. Okay. Um, we made an album together. I'm just going to go straight to rating. Sure. Because there isn't a single track on this album that I think is flawed. In any form, shape, anything. Now, without being told, concept album. There's a message behind this album. And I am a huge fan of that. It's been 14 years in between album releases. I'm sorry, I just read this note. Mm. It's been 14 years? Mm-hmm. 
and longer in between tool elements. I was gonna say, yeah, Toad's been longer. Oh, if it, if anybody subscribes to Octane, the the guy that does the updates, like everything he does, like he relate he relates it to like how Tool hasn't released an album yet. It's like, such and such band is as far as I know later this year. So cheers to that. I know. No, I think that's been debunked. Really? But anyway, um, I don't want to cut away from your rate. I'm I'm sorry. I I just saw I just saw that number right there. I'm like, what? 14 years? As far as I'm concerned, perfect. From beginning to end. Would it be a perfect circle? Yeah, yes. And not a fan. I see what you did there. Like, I, I am not a huge fan of a perfect circle. Not. Like, I, I like them and I respect them. This album, in my mind, is perfect. Mm-hmm. From beginning to end. Vocals, music, composition. Everything presented here is perfect. I give it a six. And I'm reluctant to pick out standout tracks because I don't want to take away from any of the other tracks on this album. I can honestly say I've only actually heard like half the album. This album is brilliant. Yeah, it's five out of six for me. This is this is banana bread for days. This I'm is pretty. I'm gonna ruin everyone. Oh, fun. and there you go. I'm gonna be that guy. Whatever. Snap into a slim jim. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, Simon. Going. <laughs> right. Fine, I'll take it. Right back. <laughs> Do I have to talk in a British accent? You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I'm just, just leave it there. Just awful. Just awful. Just everything. Everything you have going on right now, just horrible. Suck. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> so now, my the last time I listened to a Perfect Circle was there. There's um. Judith would be my my choice of song. It's you know, and the thing is that that song is very toolish because it's heavier, whatnot. Um, and again, it's not that I don't like this album. And I'm gonna jump on your bandwagon with the whole. It's not completely in my wheelhouse. It's a little on the slower mm-hmm. side. There's not a lot of drum work, and that's what I go for. You know, and, sure. and the heavy fast riff. Not even the fast riffs, but more riffy. Um, but. Com- com- Compose wise, that would be the word to use there. It, it's it's very well done. Um, Without I, being overproduced, right? It's not it's not anything overcomplicated. It's very I don't I don't like to use the word simple, but it is. It's it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. you've got your piano action and everything. Um, I'm gonna go in the middle. I'm gonna give it a three. As in, um, I know. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's all right. Shake buddy. it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. We don't judge people for their opinions no, on the no, show, we don't. Jay. It, it, Fucking four from Monster Magazine. Crazy. Fuck. It would have hurt to give it less. <laughs> they should be cut deep for producing that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But I don't judge you for your opinion. <laughs> no, but get out. <laughs> right now. Fucker. I see some honesty. Let's bust out some tequila. Tequila. Uh, that just reminded me. No. I just went to a bad place in my head. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> uh, my third and final album. Oh, I love this one, too. Now, mind you, I listened to this album the first time. I ran it through. I was like, okay. I gave it a second listen, to, mm-hmm. And it was like, click. Like, I'm like, okay. Now, my album was Parkway Drive's new album, Reverence, I believe is how that's said. 
Baron's um, reverence, something like that. Yeah. Now I have I have a, a side bar here. It's an actually news article where um, the bassist of Five Finger Death Punch. Um, so this when this album came out, if, if anyone's um, knows Five, uh, sorry Parkway, they've always been very thrashy, very constant, growly vocals, very the guitar. This was work. very different for them. Um, and they got a lot of negative feedback for this album, which is weird because even their last album, Irie, I think that's how you'd say that, was was similar in, in it's it's more simplified. But um, the the basis actually was actually put out of this huge um, response to all this, saying that you know I was defending Parkway, which I thought was interesting. That being a, such a popular musician as well, he would defend from especially from a band who plays the same thing. But that's not that's not you know, that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, Parkway Drive is an Australian metalcore band um, from uh, Australia. They were formed in 2003. This album was released um, last month. So this month, May 4th of this year. So I wasn't a big fan of Ivory the last album no. because it's it, it was it was more simplified, but it wasn't the quick fast like Atlas was. I'd say the problem was Atlas came before that, and Atlas was very, phenomenal. Yeah. And then, like, you go back to, like, their old stuff, and the old stuff is pretty damn phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I already just... Right. This album is a lot more aggressive. It's a lot... Like, instrumentally-wise, his his vocals, I think, shine extremely well in this. He has a lot more work around it. Um, again, it's heavy, and I go back to the whole thing. It's catchy. Play Void. <laughs> Sorry. Going back to the catchy catchy thing. Now, the, so I actually read an interview with uh, Winston and... Um, Zedmore? <laughs> no, Winston McCall. So they wanted to make an arena album. They wanted to play big arena um, places. And when, you, when you're a band like, like they were, that thrash, deathcore, I guess, you don't get into big arenas like that because you have to have the right... So that was, this is, is, as they would say, this is their black album from a Metallica point of view. Okay. You know what I mean? That was the one that kind of got him out there. mm. I would say the last one was their black album. Yeah, I suppose. Although I think this one's a much better, uh, and I've gone through almost they're gonna find They're going to find fans that are going to find this like a lot more aesthetically pleasing than like, than what's our, like what some of their previous like releases have mm-hmm. been because, I mean, there, there's a lot more softer tones. I mean, right. uh, in fact, uh, I think the, the Void is actually the, sig- the, the single that's yes. actually currently out right now, especially on like the satellite radio and whatnot. Yep. You're going to, I mean, when I heard that guitar riff, the first place I went was like Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's kind of how like that sounded. And then like he's got a little bit of a deeper, it's, a, a deeper voice, yep, kind of a thing. So I mean, he, kinda, he, kinda, few... he snaps you out of that like real quick, right? He, he, they're gonna get some fans from this album. Right. Um, it's gonna be a little some, bit different than what they're some, uh, what they're expecting. Some songs to note. <laughs> or used to, I should say. Uh, Void is, is very good. It's very catchy. Absolute Power. I was a hu- very very big fan of. Uh, Chronos is actually one of my favorite ones. It's one of more of the, the end songs. Um, if I had to pick, if I had one con about this album. And not going the fact that it's different, because that doesn't bother me, because I enjoy this album enough where the, where the difference doesn't actually affect me. But it's the fact that if you listen to their first album, even like uh, Boneyards, uh, Atlas, thank you, you didn't say it, but I'm still there, thank you. 
the guitar work that yeah, for these, you, man. Now, mind you, <laughs> I actually checked. So the guitar work of these guys and all their like their older albums are just fucking unreal. It's the, very talented. It's extremely, extremely talented. The guitar work in this is is it's meh. It's good, but it's it's nothing. It's it's very simplified. It's very basic. And I actually double checked to make sure they had the same band members. And yeah, it's been it's been the same. I think they had a bassist change, but it's been the same guys. And that that's my only downfall of it. That's what I'm seeing here. No changes. But again, um, I would give this album a five out of six. I, I enjoy it. It's it's catchy. I it's not. I don't hate any of it. Uh, when I listen to it, obviously, like I said, this is something completely different than what Parkway Drive has ever done. Um, the first track that actually caught me is like the number one track on this album. It's called uh, "Wishing Wells" because he had that little monologue kind of like in the be- in the beginning. And uh, like it, when you hear Parkway Drive before, I don't think I've ever heard Parkway Drive use any kind of clean vocals. So the fact that like the guy was like monologuing with like this cool little poem about how he's gonna like pretty much punch the devil in the face, yeah, kind of a thing. And then like it, it went into like a, a heavy like upbeat track and whatnot. I I, I was actually unfortunately kind of hooked. Not un- not unfor- I, I say that wrong. It's not unfortunate. It's pretty epic that I was hooked because like I could like I said track one through ten. I enjoy- I really enjoyed this whole thing. It's a five out of six. I got more certified banana bread from Marcus, oh, okay. who supposedly Simon Cowell would. Well, I think so far we proved that Anthony's been on the lower end of the the ratings. He's just being modest. <laughs> Maybe he's in a bad mood. I don't know. I feel like I'm on the higher end of ratings. Well, you're a positive guy, Jay. You don't know me that well. <laughs> sure I do. Wait, wait until we get into sophomore albums. <laughs> sophomore albums. <laughs> Fuck those fuckers. <laughs> Sell out pricks. Do you have a rating for the for the lovely drive of Parkway? Sorry. Right, or... the... Well, I'll say this. I can the... tell you you can't you can't rate this album based on their whole catalog because this no, is I can't. this is a different entity. Uh, I don't even know the rest of their catalog. I know this album, what I've heard of it. Um, I can say that hearing the name of the band makes me think of a David Lynch movie. You know where actually that came from, the side project? So where they're from in Australia, um, when when they were first... Um, I'm a sucker for Australian music, by the way. So uh, there was a place that, the, that all the metal bands played at called the Parkway. And that was like the only place in their area oh, that see, I feel like that really knowing that and knowing some of the other Australian musicians mm-hmm. that I listen to, that's a that's a trend. That's a thing. So that's where they got the name Parkway Drive because that was okay. where it was. It was called the Parkway. All right. Fun fact for you. Given straight up of what I've heard and listening to, you know, their talent and their ability, I'd go with a three. I'd give it a three. Give it in the middle. Again, n- not something I'd seek out. Not something I'd sure. turn off. Especially from their, their older albums. That's um, we're going to be very yeah. happy, though, to uh, provide you with a concert review when we come back in September. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not when we come back in September, like in September. More, um, more on that, though, follow. I did, and just looking at their, their... Actually, they have a few review scores for this album... They're all fives, except uh, I don't know if it's it's called Exclaim. They got a three out of ten. They did not enjoy this album, and that kind of caught my eye. 
Well, you're stupid, exclaimed. But it, it looks like their North American tour, August Burns Red and Devil's Wears, Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll be there. Start, that, that, starting in San Diego? Because I don't care how poor I am. That's fucking happening. <laughs> I feel like I need I'll to, cut a bitch. I, I feel like I need to brush up on my August Burns Red. The, the amount of times it's been mentioned in this podcast just since I've been on the podcast. Have I mentioned more than today? Last, uh, uh, with the interview. Usually last, bring it la- up. Yeah. Huh. August, August Burns Red seems oh, to be well, a... Sorry, guys. No, no, no. Don't apologize. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out. I mean, how long are you going to betray you? It's my binky. It, oh, and that's why I have ventured into a tray every... Oh, that sounded dirty. Um... <laughs> Roll about the dirty here. It's fine. All <laughs> okay. oh, Falcor. This is round. This is a, this is round three, huh? Yep. This is your yeah, last one. Yeah. This is my last one. You ever heard of a band called Devil You Know? I do. Well, they released two albums as uh, the Devil You Know. First album was The Beauty of Destruction. The last one, They Bleed Red. And then they decided the Devil You Know no longer exists. They are now light the torch. Now I actually did some research because I wanted to, I wanted to kind of like give them some shit for this. It's like, why, why are we rebranding? Blah, 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 blah. But uh, it turns out it was actually like a, uh, a legal situation where um, a former member of Devil You Know was trying to sue for rights. So that's why uh, they actually moved on with it. So I, uh, I kind of I backed off my uh, giving them crap for, uh, for, the, for the name change. But the album, in, uh, the, the album that I wanted to review today was going to be Light the Torch. The album is Revival. Howard Jones. Um, I'm a sucker for Howard Jones's voice. Agreed. Like it's this is like, and I'm a, I'm a big Killswitch Engage fan. So pretty much when I when I was listening to this uh, Light the Torch album, like it, it was kind of bringing me back to like that. This is pretty much Killswitch Engaged with less talented guitarists. And I don't know if that's if that's fair or doing them a disservice. They did a lot more uh, clean clean work. Yeah, I mean, I actually because when Which when, is fine. when I actually heard this album, I was kind of like, okay, so are you just abandoning Devil You Know because you don't want to be as heavy? Because right. they seem a lot lighter than the. Because like, you yeah, know this stuff. one has like a lot lighter, but it's I enjoy the sound. Like I said, I'm a sucker for his voice. I'm, I'm I love the fact very that like good, he's very still he's still like it starts right with track one. Track one is probably my favorite track on the whole album. Die Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calm Before the Storm, I know, is their released, um, the, the released single. Um, this is another one. I can start from track one, and I can, let, I can let it roll. I'd actually be interested to see if it translates live. Like, that would actually mm. be, like, like, something of interest. But as, it, for me, I mean, this is, this is my sound all day, so. Banana bread. Certified banana bread, buddy. This is a five out of six for me. Nobody's been perfect. Nope. Well, I haven't okay. found my perfect album yet. Even my, my, my beloved August Burns Red, I probably wouldn't give. <laughs> I'd have to think really hard. You would. If I, if I was going to give somebody a perfect album. A perfect a album. album. Oh, so, so good. So good. Oh. That's how I blew out the speakers of my Maxima. That might have been that. Uh, that might have been how I blew out my. You don't expect. That might have been how I blew out my first Shit. PA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> the carbons that are sitting in the, the room of death over there. I can't be trusted with any kind of speaker. Light the torch revival. Five out of six, says Marcus. I um, I'm gonna have to go with a four. The fact that 
like the other uh, the other one. Um, it's good. I can listen to it, but nothing stands out. And going back to your your um, would you say less talented guitarist? And I think that I just it, it doesn't like if I compared the two. And I know it's not it's, fair to him to compare simple. them to Kill Switch and Gage. I mean, the guitarist. But it's just his. I mean, if you put them side by side, it's like stop it. Right. No, I, and I, that's right. And the thing is, when I when you hear his voice, you kind of assume kill switch. Yeah, Even, it just, it just brings back I mean? to that. It just brings back to that comfortable place. Right. Imagine if they played with each other. Well, I know that would probably well, never. Howard happen. Jones is going to be on one of you the albums. You rephrase the that. new kill switch album. No, I meant exactly what I said. <laughs> your mind out of the gutter. I'm not a musician. My mind's always in the gutter. We all play with each other. Buddy. I work in a kitchen. My mind, my mind is in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. all play with each other. I'm an artist. I play with myself. Stop it. <laughs> oh, you lost me. Housekeeping. No housekeeping. Come back later. You want me to flop you uh, No housekeeping. Jay, do you want to? Do you want me to jerk you off? Do you want to smash? What? <laughs> Would you like to smash a banana on this uh, selection? That was a terrible okay. banana smash sound. Take that back. Strictly based off of sound. Sure. I mean, that's what music is. It, it sucks or it don't. No, 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 no. Fire no, away. Don't, 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 don't undercut it. It's a decoration um, of time, as Alex would say. I would, you guys keep comparing it to, who, who is it? Avenged Sevenfold? Kill, we, Kill we did. I, I, I unjustly you, compared it to another band because he was no, 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 once I, the front but of a band that's very similar. I'm getting Seven Dust, tones of Seven Dust. It's a, this is a little bit closer than, yeah. And and tones of Seven Dust that I enjoy. Sure. Oh, LeJean's a man. Yes. Great front man. I I would go so far, like just surface. I would go so far as to give it a four, like without digging into it. I'd give it a four. Oh boy, nice. That's nine pretty solid albums, kind of. Except, except for Monster Magnet. <laughs> you said it. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. No, no. I, I. It needs to be discussed. Like, this is one of those intervention things. Intervention. It needs to be discussed. We, we need to talk about this. Mr. Windorf, let's sit down. Let's talk. <laughs> Maybe we can get him um, on an interview for you. I... So we're going to get all this stuff linked up for you. That way everybody can uh, kind of follow our tracks. We'll actually uh, we'll get a running scorecard, an uh, up, updated scorecard of uh, the beers and the uh, the smashed bananas like so everybody can kind of keep track of what we think is cool. Uh would love your feedback. If you want to actually send us an email, you can tell us how much our opinion sucks, how much you love our opinion. He's going to say, he'll love your feedback. I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to the emails of the day. Email, like, a, a segment, email of the day. Right. Can't, can't wait. Do that. You want to go toe-to-toe with the Perfect Circle album? Bring it, bitch. So uh, a lot of great, a lot of great content. But even more importantly, like today, we dedicated a whole album just to kind of get a, get our feet wet with the with this Smash Banana rating system. But we actually want to rate the stuff that you guys want us to uh, rate and like get an opinion on, because um, as far as I'm concerned, we're, we're we're three expert opinions. So I mean, what we know is uh, pretty much law. And if it's out of the genre, send it to me. Yeah. Good luck. Like they'll hold that that that, that heavy metal line. Bring it. I, I, I'll, I'll go there. I will I've seen go it. there. It's gross. 
<laughs> it's ah, mm, mm-hmm. that being said, do we all bring beer today? We all brought beer today. Yeah. No coffee on our end. No, co- no coffees. I mean, I got. I, uh, I mean, fine. you know. So I think we got enough to do a beer rating today. I think. Yeah, yeah. I already filled mine out. All right. Uh, overachiever. It's time to grab another beer and then talk about it. This is what are you drinking today? Have a smushy. I didn't fill my. I didn't fill mine out yet, but they they uh they can't see me, so that's cool. Marcus is lying. No, he's, he's not. actually sitting. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Ha! I see what you did there. That's great. Uh, with oh, I have e, no friends. With, with an E, not a Y. You can start with mine if you want. Like while you guys are uh, recollecting your thoughts, I actually stayed local today. I didn't actually. I didn't actually bring a six pack. I actually brought my big fancy uh, twenty-five dollar growler. <laughs> down to. <laughs> Told you, no button needed. I just make weird ass sound effects. <laughs> Grr, arg. <laughs> Um, I am lucky enough where uh, where I'm where I'm located here in Central Massachusetts to be close to the Wachusett Brewing Company, and I actually went down. Now, uh, the beer that I actually purchased from them, I have not seen on store shelves, I believe, but do not quote me on this because I could be very well wrong. But the uh, the Willy Dilly IPA, I believe, you can only get at the actual brewery. Is that itself. the one with the pickle in it? Willy Dilly IPA has a uh, has a touch of dill pickle. Ooh. But what I will tell you is, um, it's not overpowering by any means. It definitely doesn't take over the flavor. In can fact, if anything, it? it actually. What's that? Can I try it? Of course you can. Now I'm like. Now I kind of want to try it. Yeah, of course. Dive in. Dive in. Um, when they actually serve this at the brewery itself, they will actually put a pickle inside there, which I can tell you is fantastic. I act. I'm. Not, I'm telling you, you got it. It's. No, no. That you're, was you're, a, not, mm. you're not. You're not. not Terrible. Yeah, you're not drinking pickle juice. You don't even means. smell it. Like it's very subtle. Very. I'll, su- I'll drink pickle juice. If anything, so I actually rolls. think that it kind of smooths out because IPAs from the Wachusett Brewery tend to be on the on the hot side. I get the saltiness at the end. Very last little saltiness. <laughs> um, well, um, I, I can't tell if my beer is conflicting with your I got beer. you. You know, palate cleanser prior to. Possibly. It's very smooth. It's very enjoyable. Like I said, if uh, if you're a fan of like the pickleback, where you do like the shot of the Jameson pickleback. with like with the, with the pickle juice chaser, <laughs> oh, so God, good. I hate pickles to begin with. So, so good. Oh, you well, if you don't like pickles, <laughs> like that's a, that's just not better than anything the band has ever put out. <laughs> pickleback. <laughs> like Nick. Well, that's back. a thing. I you get go, it. You can go to like Buffalo. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you can go to Sorry, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Uh, this is this is a really enjoyable IPA for me. This is a four four point five out of six. Good, nice. And that's me being pot. I mean, I'm been positive as fuck today. So screw all your Simon comments. <laughs> Watch Super Brewery, Willy Dilly. Plus, the name's just fun to say. Willy Dilly. That's like Dilly Dilly. Uh, you had me. Dilly at Dilly. The title. Yeah, they, then you said pickles in the beer, and I was like, well, she and pickles and <laughs> pickles. She wants the sauce. Get the sauce, sauce her way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. None of you understand these references. Uh. All right. So mine is Opa Opa Blueberry Lager. Opa! Close. Except you do it twice. You drop two things. Opa. <laughs> I'll take it. It is this, uh, this brewery is Opa Opa Brewing Company. In Williamsburg, Mass. 
So it is a semi-local. It Western bullshit. Yeah. Western bullshit. Um, I'm not... I've been very indecisive with my blueberry beers. Like, what choose a blueberry I'm not a fan of. It, it doesn't... It's... it's. I don't know. I'm not... It's not a fan. Um, this one is okay. It's it's not terrible. It's not great. It's, it's very uh, sour, I guess would be the term. Um, I gave it a three. I put it right in the middle. Boom! Bottle drop. Ha! Clink, clink, clink. Ow! What's in my eyes? My raccoon wounds. <clears throat> I give it a four out of five shankings with a glass <laughs> bottle. Okay, <laughs> I cut you so bad. You wish it cut you so bad. <laughs> shank you, man. All right, what says our no- no, what no, says no, about push, the beer from our you, non-beer man. drinker? This is always exciting. Okay, so the Kraken. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was Kraken, but. Does the Kraken really need to be rated? This is going to be a weird sidebar, but since it's alcohol-related, I'm going to say it. Are you a big fan of apple cider? I am. The mulling spice they use when they make the Kraken Maybe. actually complements the apple cider. So I can see that. And it's phenomenal. I, I, I bought Kraken kind of just, kind of. I bought Kraken just so I can put in my apple cider. And I have a mulling spice that I actually got from work huh. that I throw in it with the apple cider. It's pretty... Pretty solid. If, uh, off topic, if you're willing to take the plunge into the layered beverages with cider, half Guinness, half Ooh, cider. Really? Cider. Oh, half I can Guinness, see that. half cider. Black okay. and velvet. Oh. Okay. Probably about. See, my favorite prior to that would be like probably a, about uh, 12 years ago, I had it in yeah? Manhattan. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> That's something to keep in mind. A Guinness floated with like Sam Adams cherry wheat. Ooh, okay, the cherry yeah. wheat, the best, cherry wheat, best yeah. Sam, Sam Adams ever. Only one is flooded with Guinness. I see. I haven't tried that. I gotta try that now. The more you know. You're welcome. Mm. The more you know. You should have like. Now, a, can I can I flow any cider with that Guinness, or does it have to be like a specific cider? Go with the cider you like. Back in the day, like Red Apple Farm, baby. Back Red in the day, farm. Cider Jack was like the only cider. Are we about. talking like actual cider? Like what? What are we saying right now? Yeah. I'd go with, I'd even drink with actually. Uh, I mean, I'm a Guinness dude, fan. So. Dude, October, man, I have my gallon of cider. You, you know, hey. At all times. I thought we were talking about, like, alcoholic cider. I didn't think we were talking about Either alcohol. or. You want to add the extra alcohol? Go for it. I mean, that's preferable. Let's say you want me to mix my... You say, okay. It, angry, don't, don't let angry me... Orchid, angry Orchid. Oh, don't say that word. They're so, making so, a blush. I know, I've had it. What the hell is up with that? It, it's Okay. How do you have a blush? No, no, never mind. <laughs> Breathe in. <sighs> I'll let this go. Okay. So, my beer. Uh, hell or high watermelon. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> 21st Amendment Brewery. <laughs> um, not being a beer drinker. It's, I mean, it's not bad. It's it light. Like it's like watermelons? It's, well, not too heavy. Okay. I mean, I would prefer a little so bit like more. like the tinier watermelons. Yeah, it's, it's seedless, genetically sure. created. From Chernobyl <laughs> Farms. Got it. Mm. <laughs> um, Third arm included. It, good summer beer. Okay. Um, summer. You know, you're out there in the sitting on the picnic table. You got the grill going. Nice okay. light beer. It's nice and light. All right. 
Very um, light, refreshing. That, I like yeah, it. Yeah, with that, that slight summery flavor to it. Is that with a salad or with like a brat? Ooh. Burger and burger and hot dog. Ah, so beefy. Yeah. I like it. Beefy. Yeah. I uh, I give it a four. Give it a four. Wow. Oh. Just because wow. I, I could I could drink a six pack while I'm sitting at the, the barbecue. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I know, I know you're a big fan of the uh, red strawberry, am I correct? Yeah. This is a serious amount of peer pressure that we have going on here because we bring him on a sh- show and make him drink something he doesn't know. <laughs> I sneak in, not the, the If we had a lot of money, we, you, you, you could sample whiskeys, but we don't have the kind of money. And they don't make enough varieties of nips to really make up for that. That's, that's why the nips are a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Don't let us peer pressure you like that. You can drink whatever you want here. Do you think you have you a No, I, I drink one, two nips before diving into the beer. Makes everything What better. I found is we all have we all have these habits and uh, these regular productions that are like really bad for our health. Mine's pizza. Could have been he- <laughs> Could have been like heavy metal hey, over uh, I said it aloud. Could have been heavy metal Pretty over kitty. Uh, <laughs> heavy Fresh metal over baby. vitamin water. <laughs> I'm gonna hold if it'll <laughs> heavy metal over V8, but no, we didn't go that route. Mm. Heavy metal over cat litter. Ooh, again, Ooh. clean party fell. unused by who? Fresh step. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that was a pretty uh, informational, information-heavy episode. Do we Plus have any of words? Do we have anything, uh, anything for the people before we release them? Heavy metal over six pack. H M O A six. Pack. P A C K. There you go. Live it, love it, share. If any recycle. of you guys have any local bands you guys know, send them away. Mm-hmm. We love music submissions. We love. We would actually love to talk to you if you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy like who's uh, in that Ario band. Speedwagon. We're willing to believe you when you say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you lie? If you're, a, if you're a regular listener and you have not dropped a rating on either iTunes or Facebook, well, you're a dick. No, we really appreciate you. I'm so sorry. And also, you're a dick. Mm-hmm. But go drop a rating, because why not? It takes Please. five, five not minutes out of your day. Store. Please. Make and us believe that you're actually listening. It, it, We're available. If you don't like Potomatic, like your iTunes or whatever, hit the website. And choke me with Follow the it. Thank you. Like, you, you we got some good stuff word. upcoming. We got some uh, we got some killer guests coming. We're, we are going to be featured. Uh, more information to come. We are actually going to be joining a live all-day uh, festival of tribute bands. Uh, an outdoor thing. So uh, you, you will uh, get a, uh, a full recap of uh, some of us getting completely hammered from uh, start to finish. Maybe and not. I, I mean, we're actually working this, so I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep re- it cool. Review my Irish folk band. Up in- we do. Um, yeah, yeah. I might have said this already. We got we got some guests coming. We do. Pretty sweet. A lot, a lot of stuff to look forward to, guys. But mm-hmm. we we want album reviews. We actually want to hear from local musicians. If you want to actually feature your music, we are here for you, guys. We are here for you. Heavy metal over a six pack wants to feature the local shit. Uh, check us out on all the all the social medias, the Facebook, the Instagram, the uh, the Twitter. Send us some emails. We need some feedback. 
album reviews, anything you want, man. Like I'm telling you, we're 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 a flexible we're a flexible bunch of dudes. We take requests. Mm-hmm. And tacos. Other than that, I'm good. Thanks for joining. See you next time. Chowder. Peace. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.